Meatloaf, Louis Anderson, mm, rocking out Ooh. on their behalf. Let's go! Never let your meatloaf. Meatloaf, bro. Mom, 74. The meatloaf! 74 yeah. years old, and Louis Anderson, 68, passed away, or we got the news today. So, man. We'll talk about that and their lives and what's going on in the world of entertainment. You know, I, there's a part of me. There's a part of me. What song this is that? This is the part of me. Come on, rock guy. Something, this is Something, the part no. of me. Something makes a part of me. What is that? Something takes <laughs> a part, part of me. me. That's it. That's uh, <laughs> corn, man. Is it corn? Got the life, yeah. Uh, see, look at that. I, maybe I have a little bit of rock in me. Um, it's a part you of me. You and I were meant to be. Such a great song. There's a part of me, <laughs> corn style. Something takes a part of me that wonders if Louis Anderson and Meatloaf ever met and if they ever wondered, fuck, will you like forever linked together like everyone wakes up and it's like those two guys are linked together which is a weird thought right like they didn't even get their own day of people mourning yeah and by the way i said um got life freak on my peach so i correct myself Uh, freak on a leash some corn rocking out early in the morning and i agree with you rich i mean it's sort of weird because it takes away from each other, or are they going to be remembered more together? Because but they have of the nothing. Day? But they have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> Didn't uh, she was sadly forgotten because she died the same day as Michael Jackson? But am I wrong by saying like Farrah Fawcett or someone died the yeah. same day Michael Jackson died? No, you're right. Yeah, no, you're right. It's like so Farrah Fawcett's like and Michael Jackson. I don't want to be linked to that guy in death. In death. In death. Yeah. So, two big men. And you know what? Since we're talking about it already, you woke up. Oh, Meatloaf died. Okay. I went to bed 74. knowing Meatloaf died. That did made you? me sad. Oh, yeah. what time did you find out? Uh, I was like, uh, when did you? Well, Spot has his Meatloaf Google alerts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime, anytime something about Meatloaf is in the news. Uh, Spot's like, oh, a new recipe? Just, oh, no. Uh, Fucking Meatloaf died. Um, when did my alert go off? 
Uh, that was out then. I guess I was sleeping. Yeah. But I kind of brought him up like, this week. It was like midnight, I think. I was up. When I brought up uh, The Pick of Destiny, I brought up the classic scene he was in with Barry Goldberg. Yeah. Well, Meatloaf, you know, people think Fight Club. People think some of the acting he did. Some of the acting. He did 65 movies. I know. No, but I'm saying like From some of the Fight movies Club that come to, to Pick mind. of Destiny to, yeah. yeah, his name was Robert Paulson. His name was Robert Paulson, but Rich. You know how he got his name Meatloaf? Happy penis. How to do with his penis, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, he has a huge penis, and they're like, man, and, and some girl's like, oh my God, it's like a huge meatloaf. And he's like, it is. And that's yeah. it. There you go. You smuggling a loaf of bread in your pants? That's exactly how he got He's the like, name. what's up, meat? And he's like, meat There's an alternate story, though, where his high school football coach. Oh, really? <laughs> Yours is more likely. But the high school football coach is like, dude, you're beefy. You're like a big meatloaf. And he's like, that's his nickname. Meatloaf. And then his first band, <laughs> I looked this nickname. up, it's like the. The pick of Meatloaf or the Meatloaf Destiny. Like, fuck, can you find the name of his first band? He wasn't originally just Meatloaf. Like, his band name was like... I wonder how he picked Meatloaf up... How gravy. did he pick up like that, like, like Transylvania goth sort of vibe with his right. bad health stuff? Oh, yeah, because he was how like he a become, bat. Yeah. How did he become Let's a vampire? See. Is what yeah, I want to He know. was on The Apprentice, too. Yeah, people, people and by the way, Meatloaf. We're laughing and having fun respectfully. Like, of course. Sucks. He's yeah. a legend. We, we honor that... He was a legendary guy that people admired. Now, here's the crazy part. <clears throat> I know, we all know his songs, his 12-minute songs, and, and how they could turn a party out and get people in a good mood. But What's did you realize here? this? Uh, people get turned. <laughs> it's definitely some white people turnt music, right? for sure. Did you realize... <laughs> old white women are like... Ooh. Did you realize, though, not only 65 movies, but he sold over 100 million albums yeah, bro that's guy. like a ridiculous amount of albums sold if you look up legendary acts like like i, I don't know like guns and roses i think yeah. they're like 125 150 in that yeah. area meatloaf sold over 100 million albums worldwide now i know that's people insane. die i know people are born so population is constantly changing but just on paper 100 plus million copies of something means one out of three people Right. In the United I States, that story. that's, that's one out of three Americans. I know it's worldwide, and I know people die, and people are born, so it's, it that stat yeah, doesn't make sense. But still, like a hundred many, like, a fucking lot. Yeah, that's me, a lot of albums. To me, he'll always just be the bus driver from Spice World. Really? That's probably you're right. That's like that's how I know. I don't him. even know he's in that. Me, uh, seriously, but Meatloaf, seventy four, wow. rocking somewhere. Now he died in of the vid, right? Michael Lee a day. He died day. of COVID, yeah. and Louis Anderson yeah. died of blood cancer. Right? Yeah, Louis Anderson. 68 years old, was a guest on our show. Super nice guy. Was? Yeah, super sweet fella. Everybody loved him in the comedy world. A constant figure and face of our childhood from coming to America with Eddie Murphy, coming to, to America most recently. And by the recently. way, if you watched, and he won an uh, Emmy Award. Do you remember what he won an Emmy Award for in 2016? 2016, he won an Emmy. And you're like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about this. All right, Louis Anderson won an you, Emmy like, Award. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay, Louis Anderson won yeah, an Oh, when he dressed up like a woman. Yes. And he had baskets. Baskets, he yes. Was, he that's was right. Zach Galifianakis' mom. He played a woman, remember? <laughs> that's amazing. Played, that's right. He, he played his, his like, oh, overweight man. mom. Uh, and he won an Emmy for it in 2016. Well, So the guy did it for a long-ass time. And he also had that cartoon that he was – I remember when we interviewed him. He was especially proud of that cartoon that was never really on my radar because I was like, who'd watch this goblin-looking little kid in a cartoon? <laughs> he, was like, he was really proud of the cartoon, <coughs> and he did a lot. And you know, one, of, one of the 
comedic fixtures of our childhood for sure. Now, if you watched... You said it, Buster. I did. Coming to America. Mm-hmm. Not the movie. The movies that made us on Netflix. Louis Anderson was one of the talking heads. And he talks about how Eddie Murphy was so kind to him. Like, yeah. Do you know his story? Did you remember that part of it? Well, I remember he asked him back for the second one. I remember watching it. But I don't remember like how they met or any sort of... I, I, I don't want to remember it incorrectly. But from what I... Think I remember from that documentary on Netflix. He made the, him a promise. The movies I made. It's like yeah, the like movie. they they like knew each other early on in comedy. And I think it was something like they were palling around. He's like, all right, like you put me in your movie, and and he called him, and he's like, yo, you're you're you, you want to be in my movie? You worked at McDonald's. Like he was kind or something. Like Louis Anderson was kind to someone, and Eddie Murphy's like, I like you. Or something. There was some fucking story. People remember what I'm talking about. And he made the sequel, so that's it's awesome. Look, these guys both lived great lives. I gotta look to something. Two big dudes. On one sad day, Meatloaf, who again, you know, Meatloaf, I feel like the name, it, it makes him popular, but also takes away from his credibility because the dude does go down as one of the great voices of our time. Like people fucking love Meatloaf and people really admire like man, his smooth like butter vocals. And again, a hundred million sold, bad out of hell. You know, uh, Kevin Cedarholm hit us up. Saying the best Louis Anderson quote. It's hard to disagree when, it, when he's in Coming to America. I'm washing lettuce. Soon it'll be on fries. In a few years, I'll make assistant manager. And that's when the big books start. I love that line. <laughs> I mean, that's a great line. I love that that's line. That's a great line. That is a good one. There it is. Classic. Hello. Hi. You know, I started on cleanup just like you guys. But now, see, I'm washing lettuce. Soon I'll be on fries, then the grill. A year or two, I make assistant manager. And that's where the big bucks start rolling in. Yeah. Just two years, eh? <laughs> Just two years. Two guys with uh, very distinct voices. Louis Anderson and Meatloaf. That's sad, man. Yeah. Sad. Sad. If I was a big guy, I'd be uh, very careful today. Right? Not a good day for big guys. Right? Yeah. You can't help but also connect that in your brain. They got Meatloaf and Louis Anderson? Yeah, two big fellas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the only connection. Yeah. Yeah. Two guys, two big dudes. Two big big dudes, yeah. Well, I'm going to watch that later, and then I'm going to fucking text you and be like, here's the story. But yeah, Louis Anderson did tell a story in that documentary about how, to the effect of Eddie Murphy, like, keeping a promise, like... I do remember that. Like something I, I like that. I remember what yeah. you speak of. I'm sure, you know, we get tons of feedback. Thousands I of people. I can't pull up. I, I know. Gonna I know. And it's going to be hard to find. Yeah, but he did he, he did tell an interesting story about how he landed in that movie. I remember it, it came back to loyalty and like, yeah, wow, something. that was really cool. And he brought him back. And hey, we lost two greats today. Lost a lot of people in 2022 already. Yeah. So. Think about it. If there's a heaven, who's chilling right now? Louis Anderson, Meatloaf singing. Boom! Welcome, guys. John Madden and Pat Summerall are calling the game. And uh, Bob Saget. Ah, my feet are on fire. Boom! Bob Saget's hanging with Louis Anderson now. Oh, yeah, that sucks, Bob Saget. Betty 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 White. White. Sidney Poitier's there doing his... Being all regal or something. Yeah, being all regal. Being all regal. I don't know what he did. He's a great actor. Yeah. Being all regal. He's being regal, bro. Already a, a shitty year, but... I'm trying to have a positive outlook. Look at my eyes, man. I'm happy. I'm having a good day. Two out of three ain't bad. 
Paradise by the Dashboard Light the is, two, a, is a white people is, is an old white people wedding classic, like you oh, said. Oh, I love it. It gets white people. Get white people I'll be get honest. My, you know what? Song. My, These songs are long. You know as what? My hell. least favorite part of that song is the, the whole like round the first, go to second. That, that whole like the whole uh, point. I, I fucking hate that part that's of the song. The build up, bro. I love, Phil Rizzuto. I, love, I love Phil Rizzuto, but that's the worst part of the song. That's like, the oh, build let's up. skip the song. That's you the, stop right now. That's the build up. But you are like just standing there, like waiting for it to be over so you can scream stop right there. Spot. If you're at a wedding. He or, loved ruffles. If, if you're at any type of wedding or event in the 90s, 2000s, I, I or anything. potato chips, Rich. He wore, he oh, wore he loved shirts yeah. with ruffles. Oh. Yeah. He probably liked ruffles too. That part that of the intro, song, yeah. you're, that, that, everyone's dancing like the old people are dancing at a wedding. Can't play too much. Though. Yeah, but that part comes up and everyone just sort of stops. It's great stuff. Great stuff. My yeah. dad was quoting Meatloaf this morning. I'm like, man, I didn't even know my dad. I didn't even know Meatloaf was on my dad's radar. As Meatloaf once said, <laughs> he was like, yeah. I don't know. He was he was saying some lines. I'm like, what? This is where you just sort of like. Bro, I've made the mistake of playing this like at Series 6M events. And it's like eight minutes in. I'm like, oh, why would you play this at any event? If you play the song, you need to take a big shit and leave the room. You're MCing or DJing an event. Here comes. Oh, yeah, white people. Here we go. DMCA. Hold up. I don't want to get flagged. Well, right. It's a great it's song, song, though. It's it is a really song. great song. I mean, he's got, you got some the guys going with the girls, and the girls going, it's, it's so much fun. Yeah. Well, Meatloaf, 74, Louis Anderson, 68. And I hope you had a great Thursday night. Real quick, right quick, we're welcoming a lot of new people. You might not know us. Most of you do, so you don't care about my Thursday night. I get that. But I'll tell you this. I watched a Montana documentary, episode four. Let me tell you. There comeback is, kid. Does as, he get enough credit for being such a resilient no, comeback no, guy? He doesn't. You know why? I'll tell you why. That should have been his nickname. Before like Tom, before cool Tom Brady. Or, well, you know why? Because he was so fucking cool. And you'll see that in the next probably episode. But Joe Montana, when Tom Brady was officially deemed the fucking best, right? Then. When was that? Yeah, but Joe Montana has one thing that Tom He's Brady not, could never have. A big hog? No, oh. he never lost the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah but that's that, nonsense. Yeah, I I know it's Man, better to I, get I there, argued, but he never, but he never lost. I, you, well, you can't take that away from him. Though. Yeah, but that's horseshit reasoning. Jason yeah. Brown still something that Brady can never say. I, I'm I'm saying Brady's the goat, dude. It's the stupidest but argument. He could never of, say that. It's the stupidest argument anyone makes. I don't think so. I any, disagree. Forget it. Doesn't mean to be sports. It could be fucking Grammys or Oscars or anything. I get well, it. He, he made you know, it there so well, many what's times. better, being nominated or fucking losing? Like, I don't, it makes no sense. I, you know, I'll get to that one second, but the Montana documentary, I'm a Niners fan. I was a little kid, but you know what? The one thing I forgot, how I'm Bill dead. Walsh was a dick. Bill Walsh couldn't make up his I'm mind. Bill what Walsh was like, a, Bill Walsh was, was like dating detriment. two girls. He was a detriment to the team. Bill Walsh back. created the <laughs> best offense in NFL history, the West Coast offense, which teams still use variants of it today. Well, they explained it, kind of. They, he kept going back and forth between Montana and Steve Young. But he'd say things to Steve Young like, hey, if you win today, uh, you got the job. Then but, he'd tell Montana in the press, like, you're my guy. You're the main guy. I forgot as a kid. Guy. When I was a kid, yeah. as a Niners fan, you don't remember all the 
politics like this. Yeah. I forgot that there were weeks where Montana was healthy and they were like, yeah, we're going to go with Young this week. It's fucking Joe Montana sitting on the bench. Crazy. And, and then you got to think also, Steve Young, Hall of Famer, much like Aaron Rodgers when Favre was still playing on the Packers, too good to be sitting on the bench too. Yeah, but Walsh, they explain it, never really gave the credit that that Montana deserved to Joe Montana because he gave the credit to his coaching and his system. So he was like, yeah, we could take Montana. He's getting old. Let's throw Steve Young in there because he's young and he could scramble. He's faster. I mean, I mean Steve Young Joe, had, Joe, Joe Montana had a you know different plan in mind. Like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not done. I, I'm just amazed. And you know what? It's funny. You get to the episode where episode four of the Montana documentary. Yeah, but I, I'm with you. I didn't realize because we were kids how inconsistent and back and forth Walsh was with like starting Montana one week, Steve Young the next. Montana the oh, next Montana's week, a little based banged on up. how they played. Like, yeah, was, Montana's was a little banged up. What an excuse to fucking start Steve Young. Yeah, and was, that was odd. I remember as a Looking 49ers back. fan, I mean, I, I'm speaking on behalf of being a Niners fan on the East Coast, but when I was a little kid, as much as I love Steve Young, at that time, the fan base was Joe Montana. And they describe it even in the documentary, the even team. Even the announcers. The team in everyone's spot, they were like, yo, as Montana put it best, I like to go out for drinks and burgers with the guys. Steve Young doesn't even drink. He goes, Steve, Steve Young's Mormon. Yeah. Like, so he was a different kind of fellow. In the 80s spot, the team, all the players are like, yo, Montana's like the party star. And Steve Young's like the intellectual guy that talks about history and doesn't drink or doesn't do anything. But was was still a force. But was still fucking great, right? It was crazy how great they both were. But what you don't remember, unless you were a fucking grown up in the 80s, if you're a kid and you were watching, you're like, oh, there's a quarterback battle. You just remember there was like controversy. Of course. But you don't remember how Bill Walsh week to week was like an indecisive. And that's why after that year, after 88, 89, he fucking, he was done. Yeah. Yo- and they show John Madden talking about it and they show how stressed out Bill Walsh looks. Boom. Look, check it out. Even if you don't like sports, this these stories are great. That's on Peacock. And it's we're so up good. to episode four of Joe Montana, Cool Under Pressure. It's not as dope as, as the Ooh. Tom Brady documentary, but it's still great because his career is remarkable. Yeah. Well, you know what you realize, too? He came too? back from so much shit. The dude had a back operation. They said he might never play again. He's back like he six back weeks later. seven weeks later Boom. playing. Well, you know what you realize, too? You I, realize I, that, you don't uh, remember that as a kid. You just don't. What you realize, too, is... And it's probably better for the game now, so I'm not in favor of like, oh, the old days were better. But there were plays where you watch the, the B-roll they're showing. Montana throws the ball. It's like one... Two, three. Then he gets leveled. It's like, yo, level. They fucking Cushions. destroyed quarterbacks. Yeah, it was so bad. Such a it different was, era. It was wrong. Oh, you think about it. And like, Montana was like, it built like your dad. You know, he, was, yeah, he wasn't a guy. muscle guy. He was no Cam Newton. He was not shaped like a Cam Newton type. But man, he could, he could, well, he could drop some dimes on Jerry Rice like nobody's business. Well, it was and great. It's a great documentary. Episode four was really good. And then I was like, you know what? I'm in the zone. All Let me zone. check out Boba Fett. Episode four, season one, and man, it's just, eh. I heard it's not good. It's okay. It's no Mandalorian. It isn't. Well, but episode four was better than the previous one. So it was pretty good. Back to the Montana thing for one second. Yeah. Much like the Tom Brady documentary, the one commonality is when they show like, man, Tom Brady's done. And then he goes on to win more and more and more. In the documentary where we're up to now, episode four, which is like mid to late. The commonality is that. The naysayers fuel oh, yeah, yeah. Brady and Montana. In, and in the documentary, we're up to like 86, 87, 88, around that time. And you realize that the media is like, yo, Joe Montana's done. 
he still wins two more Super Bowls after where we're at right now. It's incredible, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's a great documentary if you're a f- sports fan, even if you're just not. Like, just the, yeah, the story of his life, you know, his love life, his personal life, his just his determination, man. Like, Joe Montana, he really doesn't get the credit he deserves. No. And bring it back to the stat that you hate. I'm not saying that it's the worst it stat. makes him better than it it makes him Tom worse. Brady. What I'm saying is, yeah, I, I, I go, I understand yep. where you're going with that, but I'm saying it's the one thing Tom Brady, it's the one little nugget that he has on Tom Brady. He it's, never it's lost a big game. It, I don't think it's no. He did lose a big game. He lost no, divisional. He never lost. I understand, but he never lost the Super Bowl. That is the, Tom Brady lost I, three. Before we get into all the fun, we were I today, agree which with I don't you, know what it is. I know, but, but, but people that say this, it's like the dumbest rationale and reasoning of all time. I'm not there's, saying that makes Joe Montana no, better. No, but I'm saying there's no way you could convince me otherwise. People that say, well, Michael Jordan, 6-0 and in the NBA Finals. So let me ask you this. The year Jordan came back. Remember the year Jordan came back wearing number 45? Sure then he's like, did. I'll make the switch back to 23. And they lost to the Magic. They lost to the Orlando Magic in the Eastern Conference. If Jordan ended up winning that series, but then lost to Olajuwon and the Rockets in the NBA Finals, he'd be 6-1. and one. So you think he's better for losing earlier? What are you talking about, Richie? Exactly. You're not following? I'm not really following what you're saying. In 1994, mm-hmm. 95, whatever, 95, when Michael Jordan came back, after his baseball experiment, or some people say he was banned, he was fucking suspended. After whatever the NBA, said, yeah, hey, whatever about, fucking conspiracy you believe. Dip away for a little while. This whole gambling thing it, is is not good. So for us. Michael Jordan comes back, and it was like, not man, good for the legacy. Michael Jordan's back, right? Remember, he wore number forty-five. Then he changed to twenty-three. I know all that. All right, wait, but then what are you not understanding? He lost in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. To the Magic. The Magic then went on to lose to the Rockets in the NBA Finals. Yeah. If Michael Jordan didn't lose the handle to what, Nick Anderson or someone, right? Like, mm-hmm. And let's say the Bulls won and beat the Magic. But then the Bulls lost to Olajuwon in the Finals. Okay. Jordan would be 6-1. and one. Right. You think he's better because he lost earlier? I think there is a ring to it. But Yeah. Uh, pun, pun intended. But... Uh, he right. never he he's six and zero. Oh. It sounds really good. No, it sounds better. Six and one. No, I don't in think the so. picture in the thought of. I don't think so because you're you're. I, it's it may be an illusion, right? It it's might an not illusion be of accurate, the highest illusions. But it's like in, in boxing, <laughs> if someone's undefeated, that just stands no, out it's more not than boxing. Boxing, is, no, boxing is not the same. I I, I disagree. Boxing so is not one, the same because no it, one's undefeated in, in in a world where Tom Brady has every accolade possible and he overshadowed who we always thought was the GOAT, which was Joe Montana, it's the only thing that Joe Montana has. Every time he was there, he won. By the way, this is worth That doesn't mean he's better. This is worth interrupting for. Okay. This is worth interrupting for. My mom just hit me up. She goes, I'm checking out your free Twitch Friday. I'm having trouble with volume. All I keep hearing is a happy penis sound alert over and over. Someone else having that problem? She's like, and why is Kavino doing a show with Mugatu? I'm confused. Rich has his Mugatu shirt on. I wore this for you because it's thumb things. No, oh, thumb things. Oh, these. That's pretty sweet, man. Yeah, his Mugatu shirt. Look at that. Yeah, Mugatu. Rich, stop. No, I'm Mugatu. 
So let me ask you this. Kobe Bryant. I'm not going to fucking fight this because I'm not that passionate about it. Kobe Kobe Bryant's five and two in the NBA finals. You know what that means? Kobe Bryant took his team to the big game. I got a 11 inch penis. Seven times. Something else. Something else Joe Montana could say that. All right. I have a question. Oh, this is a, oh, I have a great question. Brady can. Great question. There's a problem. Great question. I, I got a good analogy, and then we'll take a phone call, and then we'll move on because I hate this more than anything on planet Earth. I don't know why you're a stickler for this. I, I don't. It makes me because it makes me so mad because it's people like you or like Jason Brown or someone that ties this. Oh, guess he's on hold. No, they have this hard on for the zero because it looks cool. The I get zero, it, but it's not boxing because the best. No one's been ever undefeated in sports except a boxer. No, no NFL team. The seventy-two Dolphins, but whatever. There's something about winning the big game and never losing the big game. Yo, Jim Kelly lost the big game. Four times. Yeah, that sucks. That's a, but you could also say, based on your theory, but how great was it that he was there four times? Yeah, it's guess, great. Guess, guess who never lost. got there? Guess who never got there? It's, yeah, Bernie Kosar, who like would fail in the but, championship over and over and over. But you don't, you don't gauge you success do. that way. You, you don't. Gauge, you gauge it on championships. You're technically right. But you, no one gauges success on, well, he made it. So what? Right. He lost four right. times, but so what? He made it. Bernie Kosar never made it. I agree. Ra- Raja said, so it makes sense that it's better to lose earlier in the playoffs. Right, what's a better outcome for Jimmy Garoppolo? Wait, hold I, on. I Jimmy J, the my theory. guy. I'm not going to fucking. My, my guy. The, uh, I'll fight about music all day. Right, yeah. Oh I'm telling you, it I, is an illusion. It's an illusion stat. That's all. An illusion stat. Okay, I agree with but that. But it's something that There's Montana something has. Yeah, it sounds good. And, say, and could say that okay. Tom Brady can. Here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the here's deal. deal. Where am I? Who am I? Um. So. Here's the, thing. Here's the illusion. All right, example, Jimmy Garoppolo, my 49ers quarterback. Love that guy. What's better Hands for Jimmy gone. Garoppolo to lose tomorrow to the Packers, which is like, oh, we get wait, it. No, or for Jimmy G to go to the Keep Super Bowl. Go to the Super Bowl and lose then. What's so that? that would mean Jimmy G is 0-2 uh, as a starter. What loss stands out a hell of a lot more is what I have to To a say. fan, the losses that, were, that came prematurely. Joe Montana. Everyone's going to remember right. that he lost. When history's written, everyone's going to remember, oh, he lost the I Super Bowl. It. It's Not that he number. lost the playoff game. All right. Joe Montana lost 49-3, to 17-3, to two years in a row to the Giants in the playoffs. Okay, you don't see that point? You don't see when history's written? People aren't going to remember that, oh, Jimmy G lost in the playoffs. They're going to remember he lost the Super okay. Bowl. Couple so, year- therefore, that's a much right. more magnified fucking moment. But they got there. <laughs> that's not how we view things though you you, you uh, tip your hat to that uh, neptune makes yeah, it okay. neptune makes, makes a great point go to jordan for one more second then we'll take a phone call and move on but if michael jordan michael jordan lost year after year after year to the detroit pistons because they just couldn't get past the pistons so if jordan prematurely got past pistons the pistons were the nuts that's yeah, why the pistons won back to back in the late 80s early 90s the pistons what, 88 and 89? No, 89 and 90, right? Pistons. The Pistons won back-to-back. Pistons. If Jordan got past them one of those years Pistons. and lost to, let's say, Magic in the finals, uh, Magic Johnson, the Lakers, I don't know what I'm saying. wouldn't that have been a higher accomplishment for Jordan? No, in your mind, no. It's better that he lost earlier. For the legacy of a zero for a fan to jerk off over. Magic Johnson also featured in the Joe Montana documentary. Yeah. He's like, woo-wee! 
Man, I love oh, so my Montana rap- to Jerry Rice, Ooh, man. Wait. That little slam pattern, Jerry Rice. That was, was, that was butter. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody loved it. So Montana I, to Rice was fucking legendary. So let me let me give you one more because it's a good one, and then we'll take a phone call and move on, I promise. It's not worth fighting. It's like, all right, let's talk to Jason Eli Brown. Manning. I'm not Eli, as passionate as Jason Brown about it's it. hold. He's e- waiting. Eli Manning is 2-0 and in the Super Bowl. Bro. Wait, hold on. How many analogies are you going to give us? Because we I'm trying to get it. it through to your head. Uh, I get it. I, I didn't understand what you were saying at first, but now I, I get it. So it's better to lose early all in right. the playoffs than the big game. Right. Eli Manning's 2-0. and it, 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 Yeah. You know somehow. what John Elway is? John Elway is 2-3 and in the Super Bowl. But John Elway's been there. Took his team. To the biggest game five times, three more times than Eli Manning. They only won two each, but John Elway got that extra step. I don't have to do anything. Losing move, the big game. Move man. on, Stony Brook. You fucking stop watching. Um, <laughs> oh, Stony Brook's a good guy. I don't. Well, he I is. don't. Oh, how do you know? Yeah, because I he hits me up all he the time. Is. Yeah, dude rocks out. He knows that fucking when we are young tours lame as hell. Shit. What's up, what? buddy? You just like well, it's free to try it. I don't have to kiss anyone's ass. Suck my ball. Get out of here. Beat it. Pop, wow. Spot. Spot. Kick wow. him off. Just because they're disagreeing with you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. To you. To you. Oh, wait. So so to you. It's your opinion. I don't think you're right. I mean, technically, I think you're right. Technically, you. yes. You. They went further in oh. the season. To you. But you lost the biggest game, yeah. so it stands out a lot more. Right. I, I'm done with this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I went on too long about it, but that guy could still beat it. Well, yeah. talk to Jason now. Downtown Jason. Well, I, I am Jason. I am a little more amped up on Twitch because I don't have to fucking kiss everyone's ass like I do on Patreon. <laughs> oh, thank you guys for subscribing. <laughs> oh, you guys are the greatest. Oh, shit on me all day. Oh, shit on me all day. Thanks for your money. Oh. <laughs> Uh, because what we've established is when people subscribe, it gives them the right to fucking. Yeah, it know, sounds shit better. Constantly. Jason, go to Jason Brown. I love Jason. Better. Jason, it sounds better, but anything other than sounding better, Bro, your argument is, 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 is. How could you say that's not, though? No. Yo, what's better? Getting nominated for a Grammy and losing or never getting nominated for a Grammy? <laughs> Jason Brown, you, ever, you either get nominated for a Grammy and lose or never, win, or never even get nominated for a Grammy. So here, here, here's my thing with the, the mm-hmm. whole conversation, right? The only thing that I ask is for consistency, right? Yeah. Consistency in the argument across the board. Of course. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna apply one standard to one athlete, you got to apply the same standard to the next athlete. And so a lot of the a lot of people who are saying, oh yes, um, Michael Jordan is the goat. The the reason the reason they say he's the goat is because he's six and zero in the finals. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the reason is not, oh, well, he dominated his era. He did this. He won how many MVPs? That's a part of it. But the main reason they give for the mm-hmm. argument is six to no in the finals. And so if we're going to say and, and then these are the same people who say LeBron can't be that LeBron James can't be the GOAT because he's lost in the finals. Well, if we're going to apply that argument as the GOAT criteria, we have to apply that in football. And so if we're going to say, and by the way, Jason, Jason Brown, my, my dude, my guy, Jason Brown, let me tell you, I don't think I, I don't get involved in stupid conversations like Michael Jordan versus LeBron. I think LeBron's great, but there are times when LeBron right. James took a horseshit Cleveland team that had no business being in the finals to the finals. So should he be penalized? Should he be penalized because he took like a shitty team further than they should have went? He said. I said, I don't, but I don't. I don't know if he should get extra credit for it either. 
You know, like if you're, if you're, if you are great, right. The expectation is higher, right. The expectation is higher that you are, you know, that, that yeah. you produce, you know, better. The expectation is there. And after you won two Super Bowls, well, your expectation is not the same uh, uh, expectation as, um, Mark Sanchez, right? It's not the same expectation. You know what I wonder, you know? Jason? So what no you... one remembers your yeah. playoff loss. <clears throat> Everyone remembers your Super Bowl exactly. That, that loss. is, right, that is true. We're talking I'll about give the greatest that. of all time. You know, you got to factor in it's the greatest game of no, the I, season. I agree. You know, so. Right. I agree. Right. Um, Like Aaron Rodgers, he's playing tomorrow. If he loses, it's another time he comes up short. Aaron Rodgers has been to one Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and he could be. As many say, on the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. You got probably Brady, Montana, Peyton Manning, or Unitas or someone. Aaron Rodgers is up there. Motherfucker's been to one Super Bowl. Uncle Rico. I mean, you're right. If he was at like four and was, I get it. It's a, a sexy number. Let's Se- move on. It just looks sexy. It doesn't make them better. But again, it's the one nugget that Montana still has. Yeah. So enjoy that documentary. Uh, and like I said, Boba Fett. Yeah. Bad. Sorry, Star Wars fans. It's just, eh. Yeah. It doesn't suck, but it's not that great yet. You know, we're four episodes in. So whatever you did Thursday night, hope you enjoyed that shit. You know, it's Friday. You got a free show today. We've had a fun week of shows on oh, yeah. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Covino and Rich. Spot's been putting up a bunch of clips all week. So check it out at Covino and Rich on social oh. media. And, you know, let's I, uh, continue with the news. I have a major announcement. Oh, boy. Spot, I sent you a video to make my major announcement. If oh. That's cool. Yeah, I uh, say uh, first one or second one? Um, I sent you two videos. You did. Oh, I assume maybe it's just the first, maybe you sent it twice by accident. Oh, maybe maybe so. Maybe so and nice. By the way, you sent it twice. And by the way, just for the record, yeah. This is I weird. wonder if you know this. Hold on, I have I'm not like judging you switch. and your Yankee prowess based on this statistic. But how many World Series have the Yankees been to? What's their World Series record? I don't know that. How do you I mean, not know 27 that? 27 rings, but how many have they been to? I don't know. You don't remember the losses. Why? Because I wasn't alive and aware every time they fucking made it and lost in the 1950s and shit like that. So would you say losing so I, the I, championship it's a stat is that a, I could okay. know, but I don't know all that stuff. I don't know all those facts. I was alive. Well, anyway, the answer is uh, 13. So they're 27 and 13. They've been to 40 World Series. That's 27 awesome. and 13. Yeah. And based on your theory, you rather than be 27 and 0, and those other 13 times they lost the World Series, you rather them never have been there. Yeah, losing the yeah. World Series sucks, but you're also comparing like how many times have the Yankees been in the fucking yeah. like do you World wish Series? the Yankees do you wish the Yankees as opposed to six, we're talking you know 4-4-0 Joe Montana like if, you, if the LeBron, Yankees if the Yankees I mean, lost 6 and 0 Yankees lost the World Series in 04 to the Marlins I believe like a lame team beat them like cuz they were just hot at the time. Do you rather the Yankees never made the World Series that year? I don't yeah, kind of. Like it I wish sucked. we weren't even there. Yeah, That's fair enough. There it you sucked. Go. Yeah. Uh spot like the 2001 fucking World Series is miserable. It's a, a, a video announcement from last night. Okay, hang on. Yeah, this is... Uh, I just have to make sure. Breaking Kavino and Rich News. Hold on. Uh, hold on. It's doing something weird. No, hang this on. is building suspense. It's building suspense. I know it is. Hang I just on. see a screen of I know. smoke. Oh, hey, guys, smoke I have a joke for you. Old school joke. How do you keep an asshole in suspense? Huh? How do you keep an asshole... In suspense. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, where'd it go? It's yeah, tell, tell me. Huh. Come on, bro. I need to know. How do you keep an asshole in suspense? Oh, there it is. Yeah. All right. All right. Hang on. Now I got to rotate oh, it. Man. I don't know why it's doing this. I don't know either, bro. 
This is short. I don't know either. Well, hey, so you, you get, get you, on the free Twitch Friday. You get what you pay right? for. Yeah. Yep. Well, there you go, Spot. Ruined. No, you can't, <laughs> even, you can't even see it. No, because I know what it is now. Yeah, I can't now even see it. it. Just forget it. Move on. <laughs> no, I can't even see it. I sent you a video. Ah, oh, that was the weakest announcement no, of all sorry. time. I don't know why it didn't set up properly. No, that's not, uh, that's not me. Looks like someone made oh, a run oh, for the border. You guys fighting now? What is that? It's was a free Twitch Friday. I don't have to take your shit. Oh, it's man. a free Twitch Friday. I don't have to take your shit. Awkward burgers are served Ready? along with tacos. No. no. I only lasted 12 days. Oh, son of a bitch. Thank you, man. There's my guy last uh, night. There it is. The streak broke Does he 12. know you? Yeah, they know Rich. Oh, they see my guy. Oh, there he is. Gringo Loco. I only lasted 12 days. Oh, son of a bitch. Thank you, man. They call him Gringo Loco. Hey, he's back. Gringo there Loco. Hey, Gringo Loco. Ever. You want the regular? Yeah, the regular. Taco Bell streak. It's been zero days now. Restart uh, the counter. Restart. The it's been zero days. Rich went 12 days without Taco Bell. 12 days. 12 Re- days. Restart it. Wow. And then I went home. Thanks, OBS. And I watched Cobra Kai season oh, four. Tell me about it, stud. Tell I me watched, about it. I watched episodes one and two, and it's just so fun to watch. It's dumb. It's not. Oh, it's the best. I don't know how to describe That's it other than it's just dumb, fun television. It's entertaining. If if you want to be entertained, yeah. right? And you could and you put leave your uh, your brain at the door. You check your brain. Yeah. And you just want you to be to entertained. Like Cobra Kai is just fucking entertaining. That's it. So yeah. I, I'm glad you're digging it. I my favorite scene now that you've watched it. Is Terry when, Silver. No, but when Crease has encounters with Terry Silver's new. New-aged friends. They're like, karate, how cute. Karate. And then, you know, Kreese is like, you got a problem, but He's like, holding his, his imaginary fake, key. Yeah. You got a problem. I love Kreese, man. Love Kreese. Like you said, there is there's the interaction in, the, like, episode one, right? When he's with Terry Silver. So funny. And he goes to his house, and he's Terrence now. Yeah, Terrence. Terrence. And the foofy gay friend. Oh my God, Terrence! I didn't know you had a uh, karate phase. Karate's not a phase; it's a lifestyle. <laughs> then Sensei John Kreese gets so mad. John Kreese looks like some sort of feline, like some sort of like cat man. He's like right? evil. Well, his I, eyes, something evil in his eyes. Face. I mean, I'm sure he's had a little work karate done around the eyes. Karate is not a let's phase. Be, let's be honest; he's had a little work done around the eyes. It's a lifestyle. Oh, I meant no disrespect. I, I think your karate he, is kind of cute. Actually, in fact. Mr. Kreese says it. Turn your head. What a jawline. Then he starts complimenting yeah. his jaw. I was like, yo, oh, it's a fucking great scene. What does he say? No, he's the, the guy is staring at this new aged friend of of Terrence Silver. Terrence. Right? He's staring at John Kreese. And John Kreese goes, You got a problem, bud. Something like that. <laughs> he was like, yeah, what are you, are you looking like, at me? He, he's like, You got he describes his jawline in some weird way. I've never heard the reference before. But it's so awkward. And, you know, to make it relatable, it's like going to see your bud and your bud has a new circle of friends. You're like, who are all these pretentious jerk-offs? You're not, the, you're not that guy. Like, who are all these people? Oh, this scene is Cre- so funny. Chris got worked up. Chris got worked on. There it is. Something I can help you with, bud? You have a Habsburg jawline. Habsburg. <laughs> I've never seen one quite so perfect. <laughs> What nice new friends you have now, Terrence. Terrence was kind enough to host the launch of my new mindfulness app. Unfortunately, most of the schools outside of Los Angeles, they don't teach mindfulness. So I figured, Keep it going. Oh. why not create an app where kids in places like 
Ohio, for example, Good can learn your, it for themselves. Get to see your ex. Uh, I'm sure kids teach. would love that. Terence and I have a history of teaching children with martial arts. Oh, that's right. You did mention something about a karate team once. Um, what was it called again? The Vipers? Eagle fan. Cobra Kai. That's adorable. I had no idea you had a karate phase. Karate is not a phase. It's a way of life. <laughs> you can leave it for a while. But it never really leaves you. So, so what's your take, though? Because, you know, if you don't watch the show, he's trying to remind his pal, who's all pretentious now with new friends, that deep in his soul, he's really a karate kind of guy he's he's a cobra well, kai i mean cobra that, kai never dies you, you see that in life bro yeah. you see that in in life where it's like the fat video remember with weird al yankovic there's people that you ain't fat you ain't nothing there's people that could go off to college or go somewhere and move and try to pretend they're like a cooler version of themselves but the real you as your mom says comes out in the wash like you can't hide who you are I don't know how the series goes on because I'm only up to episode two, but well, I imagine the Aaron of, Silver is involved more. The episode one ends with oh, Terrence him, Silver yeah, him reminding doing, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want to give it away. Yes. Terrence. You know, I, I did tuck that side away and uh, that's still a part of me. You know, that, that beast lies within. Yeah, Terrence. For a lot of people, whether you like to put it away or put it aside. You know, there's still a part of us that we don't reveal anymore. For me, it's that ultra competitive side um, when it came to sports, yeah. you know, and I try to channel that through what we do here, yeah. very competitive. We want to win and things like that. Well, I'll be know? honest. When I, when I, three is key, right? Jim Ramsey, even when I play, uh, even when I play softball, I could tell the guys that I play with yeah. that take it way too serious because they can't really put aside the fact that they played like college ball or yeah, something like tough. I, you know, I have the ability to, you know, have fun with it. Be competitive, but I can, there are guys that will play softball and like throw their bat and be like, "Fuck!" It's also the premise of of, yeah. of Yellow Jackets because they're yeah, trying to tuck away the trauma that they had and, and they're trying to pretend like they're normal people and living normal away. lives. You can't tuck away who you really are. They Hold couldn't on. tuck away who they really were. What made them along the way? Yellow huh. Jackets, another great show. Turn to the side. Why? Turn to the side. My gray hair. No, just turn to the side. Turn to the side. No, move the mic away. Just turn to turn, the side. Turn to the side. Why? Just turn to, the, no, turn to the side. I don't side. like this game. Just look at, just look, at the, look at the door. Look at the bathroom door. My, Move away you have, your mic. You have quite the Habsburg jawline. By the way, that defines you so much. Like, you couldn't even fucking look <laughs> to the side. You're to make a fucking joke. You suck. He's the worst. I want to walk away. Honestly, I want to end the show right now because that is that defines why you're the lamest guy now. No, it worked. Turn to the side. Turn to the No, who do you mean? Who do you mean? Move your mic. Hey, spot, no! Spot. Give me no! A, spot, give me one shot. Give me one shot. Hey, wait, hey Rich, uh, turn, to, turn to the side. What? Why? No, just just do it. Just look like... Uh, look, what, why? Look, why? No, just look towards Kavino. No, no, no. What, why, then, bro? Wait, no, move your mic. Move, no, your, no, move my move. mic? No, now I'm front. No. <laughs> what, 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 what? No, come on. We just move your... Bro, just no. Do I, I don't play these games. <laughs> Whoa. No, come on. What? No, I'm not looking side. In fact, I'm going to look straight ahead. Wait, hold on. That shoot. <laughs> no, just move the mic. Just move the mic a little bit to the. No, oh, that shit is funny. <laughs> hey, bro, that's what made it funny, though. Fuck you. 
But but hold on. In you all seriousness. Have, you have a fucking Asperg jawline. What is that? What is that? Asperg jawline. Did you even look, up what, it, did you look up what it meant, though? We got to select like that line is on it, is, it, uh, is it like, by the way. God, I have Asperg jawline. By the way. Asperg jawline. This is seen one. No, so this is fantastic. Perfect. This is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know what? In a Zoom meeting yeah. or any type of work event. Ah, shit. What's funny? This is a funny icebreaker because what it'll do, if someone knows it, they'll know it. Very few people will remember the reference, but what a little bomb you're dropping like imagine you're in a meeting like you've got a minute. hold on a second john turn to the side johnson oh why well, well, i don't think no, it's because you immediately think there's you something have, on you or you something. have a i don't think it's a compliment oh, Look at this. i've never seen one so perfect uh it's the last of the spanish Habsburg kings apparently they they say it was created by royal inbreeding <laughs> Can you imagine if John Kreese was a real guy? Look at that. Like how he must have felt in that moment. Yeah, oh. Turn to the side. Turn to the side. No, bro. Oh my God. What Look. a Hasper. Oh, I you have quite the Hasper jaw. Oh man. That's funny. Dude. That it I think it's an insult. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's hey, a Jay Leno. Fuck it. Jay right? Leno has quite a Hasper jawline. Give me your, your overall to wrap it up though. Cobra Kai take. Sarah and I, before we watched, zero I, point <laughs> zero. I watched, and Sarah oh, and I man. both are excited to continue watching later on yeah, tonight when the kids. Are, again, we have this little window, little window little of time window. each night. The kids go to sleep, and Sarah and I have this like few hour window where we could lay on the couch together, pick a show to watch, and catch cup, up and talk and cup and cheeks. Grab a grab a butt cheek and watch TV. That it's like our little two hour window at night. Well, and you'll love Cobra, the rest of it. We're, ex sure. we're excited, man. We are. We're excited to watch the rest of it because I had Sarah watch. There was a there's a guy that I usually hate these, but there's a guy that did a pretty good like six minute. Here's Karate Kid Part Three, and I wanted to hate the guy because he looks like someone you want to hate. Yeah, but it's pretty funny. He's like, all right, here's the deal. Uh, it starts with uh, Daniel LaRusso coming back from Japan. Like he does a six minute recap. And I was like, per it actually was great because I was like, oh, man, why did I awesome. watch the movie? I right. should have no, just watched this. That's actually a great little nugget of advice. But if yeah, you want to watch Cobra Kai season four, because it's entertaining and stupid fun. It's a guy, it's something watch called like. Watch a quick recap of Karate Kid 3 and it'll get you all. This guy was up. great. It's something called Potato. It's not Couch Potato. It's about go on YouTube and look up Karate Kid 3 recap. recap potato it's it's like a dude with like a you can tell he has like a sleeve like a tattoos but he's like a jersey guy that's thinning a little bit but he's like all right the, the whirlwind potato yes actually so bad it's good synopsis yes 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 yeah. like look at this guy like you hate him but he does a great job everybody thanks for tuning in so after being very surprised at how much i enjoyed the first season of cobra kai on youtube I decided to go back and watch the first three Karate Kid films. <laughs> out of the three, Karate Kid Part 3 from 1989 really sticks out in my mind the most. It really does fall into it's so bad, it's good category. It's basically what happens when you take the most annoying film franchise character of all time and put him up against the most pathetic villain ever. Let's <laughs> take a look. That, and the guy does like, it's John like a five minute. is broke and is dope. Terry Silver's a great yeah, he's like John Grease was broke. Yeah. He does it. And he goes through like a... And it, honestly, I was like, yo, he... As much as that guy might seem annoying, Whoa. that guy did a pretty good five-minute recap where you don't have to watch Karate Kid 3. And by the way, Whoa. to tie everything together, uh, you know, your, your viewing pleasures for the weekend, there's a girl we have to look out for because I just realized she's in two things that we're watching. Robin Lyons. Young Juliette Lewis in Yellow Jackets. Sophie Thatcher. Remember Teen Natalie from Yellow Jackets? Yeah. She's also in Boba Fett. Oh, oh like, wow. She's got some clout, I guess, you know, because... So she's got some young clout? Yeah. She's got some young clout. I don't know who she is, but... 
she's great, and you know Peyton List is great on Cobra Kai. There's some you know great young actors out there. Enjoy them. How old is she? She's legal. You okay. can say what you want. Because I, f- I feel bad like because uh, she has like jubs, and I'm like, you shouldn't have jubs like that. She's oh, too young. Sophie Thatcher? No, the other girl. Peyton List? Yeah. <laughs> Peyton List. She was oh, oh Peyton List star. is, uh, yeah, Corey. Peyton List is Corey. Uh, Corey. Corey. Yeah, she, Nichols or whatever. Yeah, she's cute, man. Hey, yeah. Spot, uh, I got to give credit where credit's due. She gives me uh, Sophia Beverly vibes. Corey. She's got a Sophia Beverly head, for sure. Yeah. She does. I feel like, like uh, a circle head. Yeah. See, 98. I feel like if, if Sophia Beverly 20, and your your ex Jen had a, right, a love child, it'd be Gabagool. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. It'd be her. Hey, she's, spot. she's 23. I'm good. I, I got to give our buddy Daniel, the after show, some props. Will Rich ever stop saying La Russa? And I'll tell you what, the same way Cavino has a major problem with Griffin or Griffith, and there's only two that I know of the baseball manager, Tony La Russa, and Karate Kid, but I, I Daniel never. LaRusso. It's one of those I get caught up every time. Even when I'm saying the baseball. You're all right, LaRusso. 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 Daniel LaRusso. And then Tony LaRusso. White Sox manager. So I get caught on that. I know you get caught on Griffin and Griffith. Another one I get caught on? The actor versus the golfer. Jack Nickel. What is it? Jack Nicholas and Nicholas Jack Nicholson. And Nicholson. Yeah. Nicholson's I, every, the actor. It's one of those that I, I don't, I know it, but yeah. I have to think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. I can, I'm like, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. So anyway, Sophie, Every time. Sophie Thatcher is in Boba Fett as one of the teen villains, and she's also in Yellow Jackets, which we highly recommend as a young Juliet Lewis. So enjoy your TV shows. Enjoy your football. Let's get into other rando news uh, of the day. I was listening on my way in today. The reason we started late. What's up, Spotty? No, I was going to say, uh, I don't know if this is in your rando news, but uh, Arch Montfray just said Billingsley, how you always mispronounce Billingsley. 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 There's actually, hey, fine. There's a there's an update. Yeah. That's, Peter that's right. Billingsley, who uh, is best known, in my opinion, as Messy Marvin from the Hershey commercials as a kid growing up. But Ralphie. Correct. But, but, but probably best known by you as Ralphie from A Christmas Story. He's in the news today. He is. And it's going to be a sequel to Christmas Story. I don't know. I didn't read the article spot. I saw the headline. But now, this is a movie that was made in the early 80s yeah. based Peter, on- Peter Billingsley. Right. Based on, uh, what, the 50s or 60s, right? I'd say it's the 50s. 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 Yeah. So it was an 80s movie about Christmas based in the 50s. Very much like how Wonder Years was an 80s show, but based in the Vietnam 60s era. So I wonder if they do a movie where Peter Billingsley, Billingsley is a dad with his family I now. I imagine that's what it's going to be. I yeah. bet you it'll be a movie made now, though, Spot, in the, based in the 90s. So because if they, if they stick with that timeline, yeah, but he's like our no, age. He'd be, be a 80s. grandpa. It would be the 80s. Yeah, but the 80s? But he's our age. It would be so the how, 80s. You know what I mean? No, no. But what I'm saying is... But he'd he, be a dad in the 90s. He'd be a dad in the 90s. I think it's going to be the they 80s. Can't make it, they can't make the sequel based in 2020 because they're the age of if he was Lingsley. If he was a kid... In '83, in, but in, in the, when movie, the movie came out, and it came out, I think it, I think it's going to be in the '80s. It has to be an '80s or I, '90s I get based what movie. You're saying, yeah, because if if they fake if they fake the timeline, then because they made an, a '50s movie in the '80s, if they make a sequel in the '2020s, they'd have to base it in the '80s or '90s. So it'll be him it's another time with piece. his. Well, yeah, it'll be another time piece. It'll be him raising his family, which makes it seem like it's a lot like Eight Big oh, Christmas. It, oh, it was set in 1940, so it might be set in the '70s. 
So disco, it. disco. Got it. Yeah, got it. that could yeah. be fun. That makes sense. Or maybe now. he's a grandpa. It'll take place. Maybe he's a, oh maybe yeah, he's a, there it is. It'll take place in the seventies okay, and then. sees an adult Ralphie return to his house on Cleveland Street nice. to deliver his kids a magical Christmas like the one he had growing up. The comeback of Peter <laughs> Billingsley, also known it's as going to be on also HBO known Max. as HBO Max, also known as uh, Eight Bit <laughs> Christmas Part Two. Yeah, I thought that. I watched that after you told me. I know it's like a month ago. Christmas has passed us, but I ended up really liking that. I gave it a second chance. Eight Bit Christmas was the same NPH. premise about. How, how badly he wanted Nintendo as a kid growing up with Neil Patrick Harris. But Billingsley. Um, Peter Billingsley. Billingsley also made a, a famous cameo in the movie Elf. He was an elf. Because he's the Christmas guy. Uh, he was in the movie The Breakup with Vince Vaughn. Yeah, as a kid, he was in all these commercials growing um, up. I remember that a he lot. Pops, he pops up every so often. And he has such a distinct look because of his eyes. Yeah. That you'll, you'll notice. You'll be like, oh, it's Ralphie. <laughs> so Ralph. He's in the news, and you're right. I have a problem saying his name, Billingsley. 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 another one, too, that I always get wrong, Rich. Billingsley. We established it recently. Griffin and Griffith. There's another one. We were joking about it. Do you remember? You all On Fox know. Sports, I believe, we were joking about it. Ah. We'll never know. So, speaking of, we'll talk more football on Fox Sports Radio this weekend, Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. FoxSportsRadio.com. Subscribe to the podcast, Cavino and Rich and Spot on Fox Sports Radio. Now, on my way in today, I, we came in a little later because... 187? No, I'm... A, you're, you're way in today? Yeah, I'm higher. Are you going um, to go to a truck stop like Uncle Elmer? No. So, <laughs> we're starting an hour late today because I had to wait for the contractors to come because on a personal note, they're starting repo of the shed in my backyard... It's not a fucking shed, like some metal you mean shed. Demo? Uh, what did I say? Oh, yeah, demo. What did he say? Repo. They're, 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 they're taking, taking it back. Stuff. By the way, that might have stuff. been what you messed up because you've said no. that before. No. Uh, they're taking down all the fucking shed the storage unit. By, really. the way, by the way, you said repo? Yeah. So my ADD definitely went to, is repo man the lamest WWF gimmick back in wrestling days and when we were kids? Repo man? I thought the red, real answer was the Red Rooster. Red Rooster. But Repo Man? Repo Man's lame as hell. You know who Repo Man was? Who was it? Smash from Demolition. Uh, I don't think I remember Spot, that. Spot, pull up a picture of Repo Man. It was when Vince McMahon was going through gimmicks. Probably was like, all right, uh, you want to be a, what are you, a garbage that's, man? Maybe, yeah. That's why I confuse Repo and, and Demolition. Repo Man. They're doing some Demolition today to like, my shed. They would do those cutaways. You know, like those little previews, the little interstitials to get you psyched about a new wrestler? It's like... He's like repossessing cars. And I'm like, people are going to get excited about this guy. They're repossessing my roof in my backyard. <laughs> Repo, man. On my patio. Yeah, so they're taking they're, it away. They're taking it all down. And there's some controversy you, of. Is this of, real? Is it my oh, response? You don't know Repo, man? Is this real? It's still. Oh, wait. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Repo, real? man. Yeah, I remember Repo, man. Get rid of your video. I don't remember him very long, though. Well, it was like months. I don't think it was very long. He but had a hook and a rope. That was his thing. He is. When they were going very cartoony with their gimmicks, gimmicky, gimmicky, gimmicky yeah. like remember that? Well, I mean, IRS, Irwin R. Scheister, Mike Rotunda was a fucking accountant that wrestled. Repo man. <laughs> you know what his theme song was too? It was lame. It was like <laughs> Repo, Repo, Repo man. Then it went to like fucking lame beat. What was that show where that woman would like go around uh, repoing cars and she got knocked off a building? Yeah, um, or knocked off a parking garage. Bernice. <laughs> Bernice. Bernice. I yeah. love Bernice. When, I, when you say repo, I think of Bernice. I think of Bernice. Um, so they're doing demo at my 
place right now. Again, the controversy is, is it my responsibility or the building's responsibility? Because it's sort of built in on my patio, this giant storage unit that caused a giant leak throughout the rest of the condo complex. They're finally getting to it now, which means all my shit has just been sitting out on the patio for a long time. Um, so I had to wait for them to get there this morning, make sure everything was all right and positioned and ready to go. So I left and I was driving here and I was listening to 80s on 8 because it puts me in a good mood. And you can't count on me until the day you die. Tears may come and go. Who sings it? But you don't know. All my life, you're a friend of mine. Before you continue, can we watch Bernice get... Bernice? Oh, Bernice. Get, get I, didn't say re, I didn't mean Repo. I meant Demo. Well, you said Repo. Jesus. You said Repo. You say one wrong thing. It turns into a whole thing. Oh, my God. What is left? You ain't going nowhere. Where are you going? Wait, Get back here. the best part. You killed my friend. I've never driven a tow truck before, but I can't let him get away. That's me. Two years ago. They killed Bernice. Or did they? Man. Quality TV. Don't worry, I got Bernice is a badass. Go ahead. That's Repo. They're 80s, doing demo. 80s yeah. on 8. Repo Man, Repo. Demolition. Demolition guy. Demolition Man. Three seashells. Repo. Speaking of demolition, you ever see Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes? <laughs> Benjamin Bratt? Sandra Bullock? Anyway. Did you ever see Judge Dredd? I've seen it, but I don't know. I feel like well. it's the same movie as Demolition Man. By the way, write this down. Watch Demolition Man. You'll love it. You've never seen it? He's never seen it. No. He loves Stallone. Hey, Stallone. Hey, oh. Stallone. Bro, continue Mario, your. I can't believe you don't know about the three seashells, you know? Continue your cheesy uh, 80s, you will 90s love movies. It. And there's a quick cameo of Jack Black, like that, like that, in Demolition Man. Super quick. So, anyway, because of the demo and because they're doing all the stuff, I was on the road later uh. listening to 80s on 8. Clarence Clemens was on. All my life. You're a friend of mine. And then fucking Thriller came on. I don't hear Thriller that much on 80s on 8. You know why? They, I feel like they designated very Halloween Yeah, it's very time. seasonal. There's so many other Michael Jackson th- songs. I think they very, they very much designate that for October only. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hours close at hand. And it's a long song, too. Yeah, Vincent Price long. does his funk of 40,000 years and all this other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> yeah, right? And then Alan Hunter is like, ah, oh, that's uh, Michael Jackson. Now, here's the difference. Alan here's what's funny about this, Alan right? Hunter. I think just forever, Alan Hunter lived in the shadow of Mark Goodman. I mean, since the MTV days, right? Now he's got to deal with him again. Yeah. And Mark Goodman, he like wears his cock on his sleeve. He's like, yeah, this is my cock. 80s on eight. I banged all these chicks. Yeah. Mark Goodman, he tells stories of like, yeah, it was me and Prince. And we were like, you know, hanging out, uh, hanging out, me and Prince. And then, and then Madonna came. We double teamed her. His 80s on eight. He's like, Mark Goodman's pleasure chest. Hey, it's the treasure chest here, Mark Goodman. I don't know if it's treasure chest or pleasure chest because the guy's such a stud. Stud. So Mark Goodman talks with a sense of swag, and yeah. he's been doing it since the 80s when he had an 80s afro. 
Alan Hunter has some like diddly dough about him. Eighties on eight, and he's great, but he's always been that kind of guy, yeah. right? He's more so, like the Ned Flanders. He's a Ned Flanders of eighties on eight. And then Nina Black was like, hey. I love them all. I've been watching them since I was a little pumpkin pie haircutted kid. But is she on crusty, MTV. The cl- crusty the clown? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, here's one from Pat Benatar. Oh, Mark Goodman definitely banged Pat Benatar. Oh yeah. By the way, Kimmy G brings up a good point. Thriller yeah. without the video and the Halloween vibe. It really shouldn't be played like randomly it's throughout the year. It's not as great of or grand of a song as we think it is. It's a production. Because of the video and the it's the title of the album, right? The song as a I, whole isn't Billie Jean, isn't, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of another classic. I'll beat it, you know? So I'm listening to this and it's kind of funny, man, because Alan Hunter is as doofy as he could be. He's still a great host and he's still great at what he does. He's been doing it forever. Yeah. Right? That's Michael Jackson, 1984, 80s on 8. Me, Alan Hunter. It's me, Alan Hunter. Hunter. No, I think it's Hunter. Hunter. Alan Hunter. It's Hunter. But he says it's me, oh. Alan Hunter. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was a bigger, when it came to Lamos with blonde hair, I was a big Adam Curry fan. But so handsome. he's telling his story. He's like, you know, it's kind of odd, but uh, there's a story out of Vegas. I don't know if you've seen it since we're going into the random news. He's like, I'm pretty sure it's the same guy that did these 80s throwback cruises with us, but there was a Michael Jackson impersonator that got into a, I mean, one hell of a brawl. I'm pretty sure based on my observations, he had some sort of Muay Thai skills, and I think this guy really picked the fight with the wrong guy. And he tells this whole story, and I saw it, but I wasn't sure it like, was a new story. <laughs> So I want to, I sent it to you, Spot. It's like, kind of funny. <laughs> he goes, but the visual is quite the, uh, it's quite the interesting story. <laughs> Never judge a book by its cover. Uh, let's get into Joan Jett here on 80s on 8. So Ow! I wouldn't want to get into a fight with Michael Jackson. He'd like kick me in the face. So, so apparently this is the Michael Jackson impersonator that like you know, travels along with these 80s tours. Okay. Some dude in Vegas is heckling him. Ooh-hoo-hoo. His name is Santana Jackson. That's who this guy is, right? This guy's probably like, yo, man. What's that like? Suck ass. <laughs> it's got to be crazy to be heckled, Mike Tyson. <laughs> right? Look at this. Not what you'd expect from Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in an arm bar. Ow. Actually, I would expect this from Michael Jackson. No, dude. Yo. I would expect his nuts in my face. He just totally... Made this guy submit. <laughs> ah! Yeah, look. Nah, this is nothing. Do you guys Chokes know that one? No. Nah. Dude, you gotta realize if you're on a Vegas trip, oh, he's choking him out. You're look looking him. around. Like, is that? Hold on a second. I have the COVID eye. Is that Michael Jackson kicking some ass? Yeah, and it is. Nah, I'm not impressed. There was this one time I was in a bathroom. Oh my God. Okay, there was this one time I was in a bathroom okay. and this stall next to me yeah. was oh, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Bullshit. No, it's true. I have the audio of it. No there way. was a time I went to the bathroom. You're just trying to downplay the story. No, nah, there was a time I was in the I was in the restroom. <laughs> is it, is it, did you just send it to me? Is this it? Uh, yeah, it, it, I just sent it to you. I was in a bathroom mm-hmm. and I'm like, who is this guy in the stall next to me? Nah. Yeah. Lo and behold, this you is took a shit. This is, the, Michael early this is t- the audio? Dude, this is early 2000s. Oh, early yeah. 2000s. And I was like, no way. Let me pull up the audio. Ready? Is that Michael Jackson? Yeah, take a listen. Wow. 
Oh, it's definitely hip. Wow, that's cool. It's Alan Hunter here, a man in the mirror, 80s on 8. Now you, that, this, this Reminds is a real me of story. time I was uh, looking in the mirror. Makes this video much better. It is pretty funny watching this guy get choked out. The close-up of the guy's face is funny. When they go to his face spot, he's like, Ugh. I'm getting choked out by a Mike, Michael Jackson impersonator. Yo, you're the biggest fucking loser ever. If you pick the fight... Because you think he's some soft Michael Jackson impersonator. And then that Michael Jackson impersonator ends up kicking your ass. Like that to me is is a humiliating moment. And then it goes viral. And yeah, like I yeah. had seen it, and then I heard Alan Hunter talking about it this morning, and his no, whole description that's, of it was really uh, funny. Let me tell you, that is... There's Joan Jett on 80s on 8. You know what it's like? When you think about embarrassing moments, like you could get beat up by a random guy. But to get beat up by a Michael Jackson impersonator, like there's levels of like, yeah, that's like, humiliating. You might not get beat up by the Pee Wee Herman impersonator, like, you know. Like, yeah, you're really? in, de- you're, you're in uh, old, oh, you're an old. Sweet bow tie nerd. What is it called spot? Old Vegas by like Fremont? Uh, uh, Fremont Street. Thing. Yeah, that yeah. was on Fremont Street. Yeah, when they, they have the, the downtown, old, the retired downtown. stripper with the huge boobs. And next to it was like the Pee Wee impersonator. Like that whole, <laughs> if, if you like, hey, Pee Wee, like, fuck you. Oh, and like, really? And he's like, pa 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 I meant to do that. Bah. And you're on the floor, like blood dripping out of the corner of your mouth. It's like, like, imagine if you're witnessing that though. You're like, is Pee Wee Herman killing this guy? Is Pee Wee Herman whooping some ass right now? So anyway, that happened, and I it was really funny to hear Alan Hunter talk about it this morning on 80s on Eight. Santana Jackson is the guy's name. He's it's pretty funny. Apparently, one of the uh, most popular. You want to see a video he, he. Of, of Batman get beat up in Vegas? <laughs> sure. Since we're on the the subject, is this a thing? Uh, this video is horrible. Oh no! Oh no! Oh snap! Use your uh, batarang! Batarang! Oh shit! Oh shit! Bruce Wayne just got his ass back! Why is this guy picking fights like heckling Batman? Like, that's so dumb. Yo, where's Alfred? I hurt my feelings. That was 1966 Batman, Damn. my favorite. Yeah. Wow. With the yellow logo. Bang. Fucking <laughs> penguin ran away quick. Yeah. Well, Funny. anyway, that's the uh, Michael Jackson story. Not as cool as when Rich took a shit next to him, but yeah, still funny to that's see. That's a great story. Yabba-dub. Yabba-dub. Hee-hee. The hee-hee man. He went all hee-hee man. He had the power. So <laughs> thought that was kind of funny. Hey, in other uh, rando news, Rich. I mean, we knew this was going to happen, but it was confirmed today, to my knowledge, and I don't have a lot of it, but season two of Squid Games was confirmed, Well, and, when and it's, like the, the, the internet is in an uproar, like, well, no way, because they put the, a teaser out there. When it's the number one show in the world, in Netflix history, yeah. even if you don't have a premise for season two, you fucking make shit up as you go, Yeah, because so. you know they got paid, and you know that people are anticipating. Like That's what happens with a lot of comics. They blow up. And they're like, we want more. And it's like, well, yo, the act you loved took like years to craft. Mm-hmm. Now you want me to do a new stand-up special in six months? 
I can promise you, unless the Squid Game people had something in their back pocket, the story goes that that was like shelved years ago. Right. The, 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 the like backstory the guy... to Squid Game was that before it became the biggest show on Netflix internationally, the guy that made Squid Game, like it was sort of like, man, no one wanted it. So yeah. the idea of them having a sequel idea ready, I'd imagine isn't likely. So there's some probably... teaser to Spotty. I, I haven't really even seen it. Oh, I just saw a, a lot of people... That's sort of the premise, just a teaser, not like a right, not a trailer, a teaser, like confirming that it's happening. Um, but I did see a lot of buzz, like, yo, it's official. Everybody knew it was going to happen, like Rich said. It was the biggest show in the world, so, of course, there's money to be made. No, I'm going to get scared again. But you know what you made me think of, though? You know, not to backtrack I about Cobra sleep. Kai. I can't sleep. But when you think about how I'm no one wanted Squid, Squid Game, right? Yeah. Cobra Kai was on YouTube Red. Yeah, Just I mean, became right? YouTube Prime. Like, it's, isn't that crazy? Well, it, you know what it does? It shows that uh, sometimes the right or wrong platform could give people the exposure they need or 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 they deserve. That show was, that show was good that. early on, and I remember thinking, like, yeah, we were on it. Man, we're what we had. We ordered YouTube Red. We had Ralph Macchio. We had Ralph Macchio on our show, and. They were stoked that anyone was watching because they're like, yeah, it's a Cobra Kai. It's like a Karate Kid reboot. Oh, it's on YouTube. And I remember thinking like, what a, we what a weird platform choice. Oh, what but a I'm, blessing, man, when when Netflix decided to scoop that up. No, uh, did, wow. remind me, uh, help my memory here. Did they start streaming it, the old episodes on Netflix and everyone loved it? Or did they say, oh, season two will be on Netflix? Like, how did they, how did they, what was the evolution? Because I feel like I think it got they, thrown on Netflix and they were surprised. They're like, yo, fucking everyone loves it. Oh, yeah. Now now you're confusing me. I don't remember, like, what the progression was. Um, I think, I, I would have said they debuted season two on Netflix and season one was there with it. It's possible. Well, hey, congratulations to Ralph Macchio and what's his face? Uh, I don't Billy Zapka. Billy Zapka. I don't see it. Teaser. William Zapka, you mean the poet? No, the actor. Oh. Um, I sent it to you, but anyway, no, it's just an it's just an article. They showed some weird image, and you know they yeah. did announce that. The headline is, you know, teaser reveals official confirmation during the Netflix. No, by the way, this is Netflix not teases. Listen, um, That's the and by the way, Netflix, Netflix needs this because during the Netflix 2021 fourth quarter earnings, did you see what happened to Netflix yesterday? No, but you told me they've just announced it dropped. The stock yesterday, Netflix, dropped like 25% after the earnings call. They're down subscribers. Not down, but they their growth was not was what was expected. Mm-hmm. And usually a stock, when you talk about stocks losing or gaining big percentages, those are usually like shitty little biotech stocks that you know will invest in for fun and lose it all <laughs> or make a lot of money quick. A stock like Netflix is not designed for a 25-30% drop in a day. And right now, Netflix is down 20% for the day. But at one point, it was down to 380. And yesterday, it was 520. Tell you what. Netflix if, shares if dropped. If you're anything uh, like rich, like very neurotic about your portfolio, even though you're not selling. Don't look. 
Do not look. Unless I mean, you, yeah. if you've made it this week somehow because you've been so busy where you didn't just, look, just don't look. Just don't fucking the, the look. The sky is falling. I don't know why it they're is, not. It's like, what? How the are they not using words? How are they not using words like recession and depression more? Yo. Like, I'm hearing no one even say those words. They're like, Dude. correction. I'm like, correction? Like, 50% correction? Yo, I was on the phone all day with my guy, Moneymaker Mike. Yeah. And, you know, I was looking at all my, my funds. I'm like, what? What? Whoa. Oh, my God. Like I knew it was a bad week, but I didn't know it was that bad. When yeah. I saw my numbers in front of me, I was like, "It's <laughs> uh, it's bad, Pee Wee. Oh, it's man. bad." Well, I, I'll refer you to my guy if you want money making. Well, let me tell you, every stock, good guy, sucks so bad right now, and I don't know where that. What's the turning point? Like you keep thinking oh, things gonna hit bottom. Well, anyway, um, I digress. During Netflix 2021 fourth quarter earnings interview, which sucked, it went down thirty percent almost. Um, Co-chief executive Ted Serranos confirmed Squid Game when asked if we would see a follow-up to the wildly popular series. He said, absolutely, going on the tease that there's more to come from the Squid Game world, saying the Squid Game world and universe has just begun. The brief tease has many thinking they could be seeing spinoffs and different styles of show based off of Squid Game. Cool. People loved it. I thought it was good. You know, uh, when it comes to the market, though, people love to be like, Ooh, buying opportunity. So many people keep thinking that. And it's like, all right, buying keeps going down, keeps going down. Like usually when things do, uh, dip this low, like right now, one would argue, man, Bitcoin is 38,000. Buy, buy, buy. Um, Ethereum Budcoin. is 2,700 bucks. Stop. Fucking we just buy said it. not to look. But what that, isn't that? Is, but to not look is sort of like, yeah, but you're Foolish. also telling the people that have it, like how low it is right now. No, here's what the, I'm here's is, the question. Let's like, you know, you, you try and buy the bottom. But where's the bottom? But where's the bottom? Yeah, but that's like so the top spot. That's like saying sell at the top. Do you know what the top is? The point is when something drops 10, 20, 30%, you're like, well, let me scoop some up. And it's like, oh, wait, it keeps dipping. And I think everyone that invests is thinking that because you're like, yo, this stock is down 25%. Buying, you know, everyone on social media, fucking, you know, some people panic. I look at this as a sale. It's like a sale. And then you buy it and it's like, oh, there was a better sale. <laughs> I guess it keeps going down. Um, I thought I was, I bought some Doge like a week ago. And when it went to 16 cents and I was like, I'm not a lot, but I was, I'm not even to, into those alternate coins, but I was like, Dogecoin always seems that to. Why are you wearing that futuristic shirt? Yeah. Today? Cause I'm uh, going to the moon. I'm going to the metaverse. Wow. He's straight. He's back. From the metaverse, but I, uh, but I was like, Doge mm, always got seem, to. It seems to always, if you notice, Doge always seems to linger in the twenty cent or more region. It dips below, but then goes back up. So I was like, Oh, I don't know if it'll ever go below sixteen or seventeen cents. It's fifteen cents today. So, yeah, man, the world is falling apart. As At, Miyagi said, "Where there's crisis, there's opportunity." Well, agreed, but that's what everyone's saying. That's the funny part. Everyone's saying that. Especially like, if you bought high, though, you could hedge it a little bit. But like Rich says, oh yeah, you could. You it, could. It's you. It's continuing to you, go you low. You could so average down. Bottom? Let's say you have a stock that's uh, I don't know twenty dollars a share. If it's down to twelve, you could be like, let me buy some now and I'll average down. And then two days from now, it'll be nine dollars. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Ah, scary. Uh, don't look. Don't yeah. look. Don't look. I was. I had to look. Hey. I had a meeting yesterday. Like I said, with MoneyMaker Mike. Don't look. It's depressing. It's really depressing. So well, people did say Bitcoin would hit 100K by the end of the year. It came close. It hit 70. Now it's down to 38. So some people would say, sale. But then it's like, 
Is it a sale or is it going to go down to fucking $30,000? And then you know what will happen, Camino? It'll go to, it'll go back up to 60 or $70,000. And know what you'll say to yourself? Are you fucking kidding me? I should have bought some when it was 30 something. And that's like a circle of any dumb investor's life. That's why I wish I never fucking looked at shit or ever got involved. Yeah. Should have sold your Bitcoin when I told you to. Why? I'm saying you told me to sell, sell it when it was 30 something. It's 30 no, something. I told now. you it was like 40. It was 40 something. Yeah. I mean, it was 40 something yesterday. Just saying. Sad. But sad state of affairs right now. Well, why don't you buy some now then, Spot? If you're might, based might, on that theory. I, I might. I think I might just take all my fucking candle money and put it in there. That's a good idea. That's that, you know. I mean, Sheba is 25. Is zero 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 two five? That was eight eight recently. That went down a well, lot. Wasn't recent. It was. It's been months since it's been that high. It peaked at like eight something, and yeah. it just immediately dropped off. Well, well while, while I sit here, but divert- sad now. I want to give some shout outs and shout outs. Well, so Kyle and PA, thank you. Why? Why what? That guy's a doofus. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he's on Patreon. His I'm sorry. Name, his Yo, name Kyle, is right there. Kyle, uh, you're the greatest. Kyle's Kyle, best. Um, Preston, Gabriel Moreno, Alpha Whiskey Romeo. It's high was 60. Hold on. Let me double check. Everybody that subscribes to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Bring up a, uh, it's high was 69. 69. 69. Almost 70. Shout out to BMAG, Tyler Coldick, Travis Gower, Jason Orr, Kyle Switzer, Lane. And all our new subscribers to patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. A few reminders before we wrap up the news and all the fun here. And I'm a little fired down now after talking about how much money everybody lost. Want to see a fun video clip? Yeah, that'll make me happy. It's not really that fun. Uh, did you see the reporter that got hit by a car? I did. And I was going to pl- I was gonna ask you to play it yesterday, Spot, but we sort of like we're running out of time and we forgot. Right. But let me tell you, what I love about this clip, Cavino, is accent. that she has an accent and... It's in her fucking, uh, now I sound rude. It's in her lame reporter instinct yeah. to keep her like, I'm here reporting live. She's like, I just got hit by a car uh, going a- down the street. But yeah. uh, according to authorities on the scene, I'm okay. Like she, she couldn't even break character. Be like, right. holy crap. I just got hit what by a, a car. Professional. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo. she didn't even break. Hey, Barbara, you okay out there? Well, according to people on the scene, including myself, who just got hit by a vehicle going down uh, Johnson Street in Town Square, it's like, yo, I'm Amy Rottenbush. Back to you guys, Ooh. bro, 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 bro. Spot, yeah. play the clip because that's the one takeaway for me. It's like reporters, and you know what? There's a TikTok trend that I find funny. Have you seen the pro- like? Can you read a teleprompter? Like those things, like as far as trend, no, and I couldn't. I did it on. Oh, TV you can, and I, and I can't spot. It. And so do Camino. I, I was trained. I was trained for it. Spot. Uh, it might. It might come as a surprise to some watching, but we are fucking broadcasters who have read teleprompters at different the, jobs. We've the had. joke on me was when I would read the teleprompter, I would always point at the words like like you would always you would oh, always darts at the words. You, no, I, loved, you would, you, I loved it. I don't know how you did it at ESPN, but I, I loved that our New York show S on NSNY. Yeah. You guys would be having such great, like, casual banter and being yourselves. You're like, yeah, bro. And then you turn to the, the prompter and you'd be like, coming up. Yeah, well, I'll give you an example. Ready? Here we go. Uh, all right, so all right, ready? I'll, pretend, be, I'll, be, I'll, be, the, I'll be Kavino. It's going to be the two shot, then I'm going to go to the one shot. Ready? Okay, I'll be, I'll be Kavino. Okay. You could be me. This is SNY, mid 2000 teens, 2015, five years ago, six years ago. 
Well, bro, you know what I think? I think it's a fucking crime that some of these guys don't get in on their first ballot Hall of Fame. Mariano Rivera, only guy to ever do it. It's crazy. I'm a Yanks fan. 27 rings. I agree with you. Coming up on SNY, we will break down the Jets offseason moves. So stay right there. <laughs> yeah. But I would like po- yeah. I would point because the, the words would be moving. I'm like, who are they coming up? Ooh. Oh, but there's, like that, there's that uh, challenge where it's like, can you read the teleprompter? I I'm, Spot, see if you can find one. I'm Spot. No, but it'll be like, I'm Johnny Johnson on the scene. There was a four car pile up on the 101, and that like, and everyone puts on. There was on a this really tragic looking fucking motorcycle chase. I don't oh know if it my was new. god! Is that new? Yes, okay. and it was, and it was in, it was close to here. Yeah. It was in, it was in West Hills. It was in this area. <laughs> They're following this guy. He's <laughs> he's going. He peaked, I think, at like 140 miles per hour. Dude, of course, he goes to an intersection. He goes flying like a cartoon, like. Oh, and I'm pretty much, uh, you know, he, he, dude, he sails What's like up? length of a football field. Oh, wait, come in, sir. No, I was telling you, when I went into the bank and that, I was like, okay, there's a helicopter, there's like seven, like. Oh, yeah, Sarah, Sarah. The motorcycle chase? Sarah, Sarah said she was driving through what she thought the search was. With Ben. With Ben. The wow, yeah, it was, I saw that uh, clip. I didn't well, know if it happened like, you know, a month ago or today or what. By the way, the, there's, uh, someone posted an alternate angle of the guy landing. He's just it. He has no life when he lands. Yo, it's crazy, crazy how so far we're not his body show that. launches. Like, can you show? Uh, can you show me I'm, that just so I can see? I'll show you after the show. Okay. Um, All right. Let me pull up the motorcycle chase though. <laughs> Charles Barkley did do that one time, Lonnie. It's a great clip with the teleprompter. Yeah, that's funny. He pulls a Ron Burgundy. Charles Barkley for you know the like, post game show is brought to you by Verizon, whatever. And I'm a dumbass. I'm, remember the famous, um, it was the famous I'm a dumbass clip. Yes, great. You can't help. Well, I mean. You can, but I can't help but read what's in front of me half the time. So. I'm Steve Cavino. Police pursuit in West Hills, California. Again, not too far from where we live. Yeah. And so you see this guy see this, zooming. Oh, shit. Um, because people are not expecting a vehicle of any type, wait. even a motorcycle, to come racing up to them so quickly. And uh, wow, shit. well wait, over wait. 80 miles an hour, creeping up on 100 miles an hour. You can see it just oh, flying by these no. cars. And it is not only dangerous to those other drivers, but certainly dangerous to this motorcyclist. Uh, you know, these cars, these drivers don't know that it's coming up so fast. You can see, uh, wow, uh, that motorcyclist uh, appearing to kind of stand up there on the motorcycle there for a second. Uh, but oh! oh my gosh! Ugh. So we have just seen. Um, sorry, we just saw that uh, motorcyclist crash into a car there at the intersection. Again, this was a police pursuit. Period. To kind of stand up there on the motorcycle there for a second. Uh, but oh my gosh! <laughs> See that store? Uh, He's in front of that store, so he he gets he, he lands like he lands over there like over, over here. there by the store. You want Crazy. to see the alternate video? No, 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 no. Uh, I mean, no, 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 no. I don't think we should. Probably shouldn't show it. I don't think so. I, oh it's on the internet. I mean, look for it. But that happened. What intersection is that? Uh, it's Roscoe Boulevard and Fallbrook. So it's that a little way. bit okay. that way yeah. and up that yeah. way. Wow. Up that way. That's near, near uh, where Kavino would reference once in a while. Fallbrook is where that mall is. What is it? The uh, the village? Yeah. yeah. Where you and would Roscoe's go like, for lunch like, with your daughter and stuff? Roscoe's a little north. Yeah. But you know so, what, man? It really sucks that. Oh, is that by the Vallarta that I go to to get my tortillas? I know. <laughs> first of all, I don't. I don't know what this guy did. But why is he going 120 something miles an death hour? Wish. First at this place point, at this point, you're yeah. And that's why when I, I feel so bad when I think of like 
Well, I shouldn't because he he ended someone else's life. Like when I think of Henry Ruggs, right? And we interviewed him on our ESPN TV show. I, you know, I blanked yeah. and didn't realize that until someone brought it up. I was like, that's right. Until I probably sent you the clip. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, God oh, man, really? this kid had so much promise and he was so stoked to be in the NFL. So nice he had too. his whole Good life kid. ahead of him. He had all the skill in the world. He's on a Killed great someone. team. He gets in a car drunk, but do you know how fast he was going? Like I, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, how fast was he going? Cause what a shame. Yeah. What a shame for him. What a shame that he killed someone, you know, as a result, but he was going 156 or 153. Yeah, that's like you, really like that's a death wish, man. Like that's ridiculous. So this guy, I mean, I know he's on a pursuit, but you know, look at all the people he put in danger, and look what ended up happening. It sucks. So I, I, you see that a lot, especially here in LA. There's always some sort of fucking chase going on. So that happened, and that's the uh, the random news. Um, that sucks. Yeah, but let's Holy see this crap. lady. Can we see the lady get hit? Oh, the by lady the... getting hit by a car so is I... that's like that's a funny story. That guy yeah. died. That's a police chase. This is a woman who's like reporting and someone someone bumps her like turning a corner going like ten miles an hour. Like, you know, imagine someone stopping at a stop sign, turning the corner and like not seeing what I they feel hit. I like I want to show the video. You do? Do it. What the hell? <sighs> All right. Hey, we'll give you a warning. Warning. Man. All right. Graphic. Uh, it's car viral. You're probably not going to be able to avoid it. You know, to be honest, because it's everywhere. I've seen it several times. Today. Um, I, it'll be small, but okay. you'll see. You'll get the effect. Oh my god! Is it what from what saw, what angle though? Like, um, from like ground level, not a helicopter. Yeah. Oh fuck! I don't know if I want to say. I sorry. Go ahead. Dylan. You're gonna see. It's a matter of do we yeah. want to show. It's, 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 it's going to be. See, it's a little tiny. It's over in the corner okay. there. <laughs> Ready? Ready? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Oh, God. Wow. That's yeah, fucking brutal. He's, he's dead right there. Oh, wow. He's done. <laughs> but again, you know, you when you're going that fast, I, wonder, I, ha- I wonder how the people in the car are. I don't know that. I don't know that. But you're putting all these other people in, at, at risk, you know? And I think of Henry Ruggs with a young guy through, through his life and dreams away because uh, he had to do it. Anyway, you want to see the reporter get hit by the car? I do. <laughs> Sorry, you made me think of that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, here we go. Here's the reporter getting hit by the car. And now we're starting to experience, unfortunately, in freeze thaw, we see this water main breaks. Got hit by a car, but I'm okay. I just got hit by a car, but I'm well, okay, Tim. That's first um, I'm on okay. TV, Jory. We're all good. Okay? I'm okay. Yeah, you know, that's live TV for you. It's all good. I actually got hit by a car in college, too, just like that. Wow. I am so glad I'm okay. Yeah. You're okay. Maybe you're the you're problem. okay. We're all good. You got hit by a car in college, too? <laughs> Fucking watch out where you're going. You know what? It's uh, one sure woman okay, We're good, Tim. Look at her face. Man, <laughs> you are so sweet and you are okay. <laughs> it is all good. You know, I... It's all good. Oh, Lord. So she wakes so up you, today. You know, it's my last week on Lap, the job and I think this would happen. Uh, live so TV for you, Tim. It's her last week on the job. It's all great, Tim. I know this is going to go viral. It's great for Tim, my career. Thanks, low, lady, for Troy, playing along. You hit up high. I couldn't really tell from the looking. Oh. I, I I don't even. Do you know if I she was going down that high, sir? I just saw you What's her name? Look her up, Spot. I don't even know. No, she's him. getting a new job. I, Not I from that, like but like she was already like being. No, but she must have a fatty. If, if she if the car yeah, bounced right I, off her I, ass, I was right? In a safe spot, but clearly, um, we yeah. might need to move the camera. Think like an asthma. So let me do that. I got the eye of the asthma. You know what? By the way, said Tim. 
Show some emotion, will you? He's like, oh, you got hit. Oh, tell me. Uh, oh, like, uh, oh, I guess you uh, would have never expected that when you woke up this morning. Huh? Tim, Tim, going on Tim's there. like, oh, we went over 30 seconds in the A block. Let's uh, can we move it along. I know you're going to hit by a car. Back to you. Tori. So, uh, you want to continue on with the story? Tori Yorgi. <laughs> Tori, she's got a fatty. Uh, from NBC affiliate WSAZ in Huntington, she, West Virginia. She's got a bumper. Shout out to WVA. She's got a bumper, bro. She's got a bumper. I have to. Is this really happening? <laughs> what is what? that? What is that? I have to write a check and. You can't wait. I can't because someone's going to. minute? Oh, one minute? We're like, it's 1130. <laughs> someone's on their way over to get a check. So oh, I, if, hey, you man, went five, we, if you would have went five. We the whole show an hour. If you, if, you went five, if you would have went five minutes more, then someone is waiting outside. Waiting outside. So all right, fine. I won't. It's fine. Write the check. No, just, man, I can, how can I not acknowledge it? Am I supposed to pretend like it's not happening? Well, almost wrote 2021. <laughs> 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 what would you look like? Now, New Year. <laughs> and now. Rich oh, almost got hit by a car. How am, I, how am I supposed to play that off? Like, and now Rich writes a check. Yeah. All right. All right, here. Let's pretend like I, like it's not happening. Ready? Here. Give me the shot. Oh. Too many zeros. <laughs> so anyway, guys. All right. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. Good. Uh, good. <laughs> I, I can't help but acknowledge it. I'm not saying you do anything wrong, but no, yeah. anyway, um, it's the show, guys. Thank you again for a great week. We had a really fun week here on, on Cavino and Rich, patreon.com. Slash Cavino. Don't forget to uh, balance your checkbook now. <laughs> you could gift subscriptions. I actually had order checks yesterday. It's funny that uh, you brought that in. Ordered new ones yesterday. Every you, I, feel like, a, I feel like ordering checks is something you need to do. Did you get a picture of you and Jordan as the background? So when you would seal them with your ass, uh, lay less to look at it? Yeah, when I, yeah, when I write my... Uh, <laughs> oh, you yeah. ever see that guy? Child support payments. Yeah, there, I love that a, story. Alimony payments or whatever. What is that guy's story again? Like he... Every time he wrote an alimony he, check to he his wrote, ex, the ex, he the, sent the... Yeah. The check was the a check picture was of him and his new girl. Him, like, you know, on vacation, all different... Yeah. So anyway, um, we had a great week. Remember, you could gift Patreon subscriptions Ooh. to people who are reluctant to subscribe. Do that! So you'd be like, hey, Bart, you know the fucking show I've been telling you about for 10, 17 years? Not, Here it is. It's not available yet. It's not? Oh, cool. oh. I thought you could. No, uh, they, they were saying that's a feature that's coming. It's not available. Oh, I thought yet. it was. I thought it was ready to no. roll. If, if it was, I expect. Uh, you read the, you right, read so the headline. Then, you read the headline. So the, you know, you tell Bart, Bart, here's five bucks. You cheap motherfucker. Please get a subscription. Yeah, get a subscription. Thanks. By the way, I the, the the feedback. A bunch of morons. Oh no. Who the hell still writes checks? Well, you need. Well, I you mean, pay, we when don't. You're, when you're paying for certain, when things you're paying you workers and people, what do you do? Yeah, this guy. Love this guy. What do you do? This is my, my hero. This is my hero right here. Oh, yeah. I had to write it for my uh, registration. This guy, this guy had checks that him and his new wife printed says ex-wife's alimony check. That's funny. I think that's that's yeah, clever. I, I don't write checks unless I have to. Yeah, I have a whole. I mean, I I've, I was just saying I write so little. I you know most people write so few checks. It was car registration. So. No, people write so few checks that I had to order checks recently, and the address on my old checks was like three places ago. Yeah, yeah. same. Like so. Um, and what do I write a check my, for? My New York address is still on my let's checks. Look, let's look at, all the, let's look at all the geniuses. All right. Um, 
Damn, bro, Let's you're really see. getting raw. Man. Did I carbon paper? No, do they still have that where the people carbon paper? Yeah, you, well, when you order yeah. your checks, you decide uh, what kind of I have a huge, for our business, I have a huge booklet with the big long checks. Oh, and you yeah. just rip one off. Oh. Uh, someone goes, Venmo. No, can't do Venmo. Too big of an amount. Is it, doesn't Venmo have a limit? It used to. I don't know if it's Doesn't still Venmo does. have like a three or five thousand dollar limit or something? Required yeah. checks. Yeah, it's like a five thousand. I think Venmo has a three to five thousand dollar limit. Zelle, right? Zelle, a limit, a weekly limit of limit. I think five thousand dollars a week. Limit. Um, renters have to pay with checks. People have checks. What do you want? Uh, Venmo, PayPal, yeah. Zelle, all these things. The amount is too high. Checks, what do you want me to tell you? Checks are still a very unfortunate necessity. I need checks. a sauna. I need a I sauna. Cheeks. You have a you have a sauna of rage. What could my rageful spot be? I don't want to steal your bits. But I mean, it's too cold for the hot tub. What are you um, so mad about? If it's, is uh, your hot tub your little thing heated? No, it's not. Um, let's see what could you? Oh, do? I have to write a check for my daughter's day uh, school. My uh, Emmy's preschool. They take checks. They that they're a school. They your want a check. Oh, around. I got it. 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 Your garden of grumpiness. Because you left a garden out there? Garden of grumpiness. Your garden I'll just sit by the rose bushes. And be like, your garden of grumpiness. Sit by your roses. But you got to put a gnome hat on it. I'm a grumpy gnome. I'm a grumpy gnome in my grumpy, grumpy garden. Grumpy garden gnome. Grumpy garden. My patio of pain. My, my patio of pain. Patio of pain. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, look at it. So, uh, welcome to my Sal garden said, of Sal said preschool. Yeah, preschool. His kid's preschool only takes checks. It happens. You need checks once in a while. Um, you know what? One last story before yeah, we I'm go. I'm just saying, people are fucking know-it-alls. Of course. Well, yeah, I got, yeah checks are for boomers if you're paying for groceries or doing other things. But when you're paying bills and all right, so instance, if I'm paying, oh, I got I know, it. If I'm paying a roofer or the kitchen people, you think the fucking kitchen guy is like Zell only or or Venmo? I recently, a uh, true story, uh, my landscaper who I love, I was like, yo, can I pay you on Venmo or something? He goes, you know what? You're not the first person to ask. Today, I'm going to have my son set me up a Venmo. And his nice. son set him up a Venmo because I clearly was not the only customer. I was I, giving him a check. So I, I did do if those. you think everyone older than 30 or 40, I mean, it's fucking address it. That's fool's talk. I had to do that with my sister. My garden gnome of rage. Garden my, of grapes. My sister would uh, every so often for because uh, she's taking classes. So every so often she'll ask me to like buy her a book for Amazon Prime. So it shows up quicker. My sister does the same. She would send me checks and I'm like, Sign up for Venmo. And finally, I got her to sign up for Venmo. Now she uses Venmo. She's like, oh, I Venmo you. It's great. Uh, how about your orchard orchard of orneriness? Oh, good one, bro. Oh, good one. <laughs> yeah, you let's can do it out one. here with your That'll trees. get people to subscribe to Patreon. Rich's or, or, orchard of orneriness. Now, hold on. Before we go and Rich's call it the orchard. Before we... Rich, so ornery. Oh, I Rich, Rich, so, so ornery. <laughs> Rich, so corny. I mean, he's so ornery. All right, anyway. He love you long time. Yeah, Two well, quick things. Slick, slick, I know you slick can Pete. You're my guy. I love. I'm, I want to give a shout out to the people that write smart comments. Slick Pete. Um, slick. I got it. Stay, sit by your mailbox because you have a nice mailbox. Yeah. It could be your mailbox of maliciousness. No. Maliciousness. I like rich. So malicious. Ma the malicious mailbox. Payment Shiba Inu. <laughs> Do you take Shiba Inu? I believe that's five trillion Shiba Inu. <laughs> uh, what is it? Point zero 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 two cents a share. Well, here's a check for. Uh, uh, let's see, hot tub of horniness. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, man, fuck you, everybody. Um, Hold on. Sarah. Got two things before I go. Two things before we go. I do want to give you a quick update. Again, quick update. 
Around Christmas time. His, his wife is coming to pick it up. Oh. Around Christmas time. At least someone's wife is coming. <laughs> uh. Around Christmas time, my daughter wanted this Nirvana sweatshirt that was sold out everywhere. You know, typical story of Turbo Man. And I really wanted to get it. You know, but it was nowhere to be found. But there was like other websites and I wasn't sure and trusting of them. Lisa, who listens to our show. Lisa Para. Lisa Louise. Lisa Parra was kind enough to like yeah. go out of her way, took the risk from life, some random life's website. A risk. <laughs> life's a risk, Carnell. And she she bought it, and it's beautiful. And I'm excited. Look at this, Nirvana. That looks like it'll fit me, but and I know. Oh, you know what? Can I go on a 10 second so rant? I do no. want to say kids wear very I mean, baggy clothes now. I just want to at least yeah thank Lisa before you interrupt my Good. moment. Uh, thank you, Lisa. Your kindness is appreciated. This thing is going to bring a big smile to my little grumpy kid today. So I appreciate that very much. Um, honestly, awesome. So cool. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you very much. Um, and then one last story. Speaking of sneak disses, Rich, do you think it's a sneak diss or not? Kim Kardashian posted a picture of herself in workout gear today. She's like, I don't know, like pink. Or I don't know. I forget the caption. Sweetness. But she's wearing like Nikes. And everyone was commenting like, yo, bro, she's rocking the Nikes to say F you to Kanye. No more Yeezys. Is that like a sneak diss? It made me think of it when we were talking about the checks. I don't think Yeezys are really like proper for workouts. But she, it is an an interesting thought. When there's over speculation on everything celebrities do, you know, you're going to get that feedback. And, Sure enough, that was a mild story there, on my way here. There's two thoughts I have, and then we'll go, because uh, it, is, it is getting late early, as you say. Well, I didn't say it. Yogi Berra said it. Did you see that new video of uh, Kim and Pete? Uh, I did not spot. But I heard that someone found an old Pete video from SNL where he sort of rips Kanye a little bit, and now it's even more odd because... That, back then, it was just Pete Davidson ripping hey, on Kanye. Right. It's me, Kim K. Oh, hey. Let's watch a movie at the same time while we're FaceTiming. Okay. <laughs> I want to see the Matrix. The outfits look super cute. Oh, Matrix, cool. Yeah, I haven't seen that new one yet. What are the old ones about so I don't get lost? Uh, it's about this guy who's like the one or whatever. The one what? <laughs> Uh, the one who does slow motion cry the best, I guess. What? Wait, let me go back. In the future, robots use people as batteries, but the people don't know it because they're in the Matrix. What is the Matrix? Uh, it's like a video game, but the graphics are sick. Oh. Yeah, so then this black guy offers Neo a blue pill. <laughs> or a this, is, I, pill this is probably not off far off. Blue. Sorry. So uh, was she not wearing Yeezys to say a little F you? I think all women are contrived in this way. They know what they're doing. They know well, what they're up to. Um, I'm so in love. I, I have to bring up yeah. three it's little like things. She's in fucking workout gear. Yeezys, you can't yeah, work I mean, out in Yeezys. You can, but no, they're you like, can. you know. I mean, you she did in the past. I mean, she's good. Pickles. Uh, what is she saying there? I don't know. What did uh, she say? What's always, the always. Pickles. Pickles. <laughs> pickles. No, she's saying pickles. Always. No, she's saying pickles. She does look great there. You got to give her credit. Got to give her credit. Definitely saying pickles. 
Pickles. They're like, damn, she's rocking the Nikes. I want to see what she says. Pickles. She's rocking the Nikes. It's a nice wall. All right. Well, anyway. Oh, liked by Steve Cavito. I saw it this morning. I mean, I was like, not? I like that. I'm saying. Why wouldn't you? I just, I don't know. We're looking. You want her to be like, thanks, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> You're I, I like your picture, too. I, you know what? I'm not going to like that. Because I think it's a sneak diss. Whoa. I'm a, I'm a Yeezy fan. Like, like but the, I like Nikes. Liked I by Steve Cavino. Oh, here it is. She's wearing Nike now. That's a sign. <gasps> oh, no, I saw it a bunch I of thought the same thing. Whoa. What's... Okay. Well, anyway. Pickle. Pickles. Um, by the way, if you see a lot of... Pickles. If you see a lot of terribly sad 40-year-old women today, the big news yesterday, not in our wheelhouse necessarily, but it's, it's huge news. Adele like tearfully canceled her whole Vegas residency saying oh, COVID had wiped out her team, not killed them, but like COVID and so many issues and spot. She had a video on, on TMZ. It took meatloaf. Um, our, our buddy uh, rocket dogs family was supposed to go like twice. And they're like, they went there specifically for that and went to the rescheduled oh, date or something like that. This means that I might be able to get tickets now, but, but here's why I think it's relevant for everyone watching this because Hey, maybe your wife or girlfriend, or maybe you are an Adele fan. That's not the point. We sometimes wonder how much do these people make, right? How like you wonder sometimes, like, hey, when our buddy Sebastian Maniscalco plays Madison Square Garden, you start thinking like, uh, two, like my dad is going to go see Sebastian. It got rescheduled again because of COVID, but oh. my dad actually bought tickets and he said, he goes, you know me, I don't like spending a lot of money on stuff. They're like hundreds of dollars each, oh. and he's going to that new arena, the one that's on Long Island. Oh, I wonder by, what the, Bel, by Belmont racetrack spot. You know, they have that new arena. Yeah, I wonder what the cost. So you're, you got to rent the arena, which yeah, I'm yeah, sure but, is But what I'm cheap. saying, I, I start thinking <laughs> if there's 15,000 people, it, let's say minimum, right? So let's just do, do a little mathematics. You're not accounting for concessions or anything. No, but, no, like but that. exactly. Merch but I'm just saying, look, just that 15,000, let's say times 100. That's $1.5 million. And that 100 is low for things like that, right? Plus concessions. Yeah, there's overhead and everything, but you wonder how much do these people make per show? And the reason I bring that up, Adele had to cancel her whole residency. She was the highest female earning Vegas residency of all time. Every time she hit the stage, more than half a million dollars. So think about that. If she had to cancel, that's like half a mil, half a mil, half a mil. I know she's loaded, but that you, you can't tell me that doesn't hurt. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine you have four shows a week and you're like, Sucks. four shows a week? Two mil a week? That's gotta hurt. It's so, gotta hurt. Yeah. Apparently it costs... Of course it takes a lot of money to pay workers, but I'm just saying... It costs to rent Madison Square Garden costs yeah. $150,000. That's nothing compared to what you right. can make in tickets. Right. Right? So like, think about Adele. Over half a million dollars a, a show event. in a smaller venue in plus, Vegas. Plus expenses. No, of course. So, and, you, and why don't you uh, save your your final thought for Monday's Patreon? I will, and it has to do with how kids dress now. I'll kids go on, dress like little. I'll, I'll go on a rant on Monday on our yeah. Patreon. I have a theory. It's not. I'm not going to sound like a boomer. It's just my thought because we all have our. You know, I look like fucking Mugatu today, so no one's. I'm no uh, fashion plate, but I have a Got theory to. that we'll get to on Monday. But your football picks before we get into the weekend, oh. you can't neglect that. It's the best week of football every year. Divisional week of the NFL. Because a couple of the weak wild card teams are out. It's not the championship game where you only have four teams left. You got two Saturday games, two Sunday games. Can't wait. Arguably the best week of football every year. A break it down, a break it, break it down with the point spread. Last week, typical. I was six for six against the point spread. 
and I didn't bet enough money. I've struggled. I've sucked. I uh, was a little disappointed. Yeah, my dad was mad. Spot last week. Think of all the think of all the weeks where my picks stink. I prefer cheek spreads. Think of all the weeks. Me too, spot. I know you've you've had some rough weeks. I've had some rough weeks. I've had good weeks, but I've had rough weeks. Last week, I was like, man, I won't bet that much. Not six or six with winners. Six or six against the point spread. So, what a missed opportunity. Which means I'll suck this week. So let's go over the games real quick, one at a time, starting with Saturday. Oh, sorry. Starting with Saturday, the first game, Tennessee Titans coming off a of bye week. King Henry's back. He's practiced. He's ready to go. Tennessee Titans at home versus the Bengals. King Tennessee Henry. favored by three and a half. King Henry Habsburg? Yes, with his jawline. With his Habsburg jawline? Yes. What a jawline you have. King so, Henry Habsburg. Man. Titans by three and a half. I'm going... Bengals. They go on Bengals too, just for the smell of it. King Henry Habsburg. He's got a Habsburg jawline. Like, well, I mean, look at that. I've never seen one. Right, so, so perfect. That's right. There. We both agree. Bengals plus three and a half. Yeah. I may even like the Bengals money line to win the game, but I'll take the three and a half. I, I, money line's a little risky. So I'm going to go Bengals plus three and a half. I love sorry, Joe Burrow and sorry, Chase. Drew Mack. Yeah, that connection. Yeah, and, and, listen, when Tennessee wins, Drew Mack and Eddie UDJ and all the people that say I've been shitting on Tennessee can make fun of me. But I, I think Bengals win this one. Dude's in his own right now. Tennessee's good. I just feel like they're so... The Bengals are fucking like... They are like Zoolander. They're so so hot right now. So they're like right Hansel. Now. So hot right now. So I go Bengals plus three and a half. Even if they lose, if they lose by a field goal, we still win the bet. So Bengals plus three and a half. Saturday night... 49ers at Packers. Packers by five and a half. My heart and my cortisone is saying 49ers. But my cabeza is saying the Packers win by more than five and a half. I'm not going to bet the game because I would never bet against my team. Yeah. You know, I would you're, you're, like, eh. you're like Pete Rose. I would never bet against my team. Eh. But eh, eh, I would never bet against my team, so I'm not going to touch it. But, you know, five and a half is a lot of points. Maybe you tease that to double digits. If you get the 49ers as a double-digit underdog, I, it, it's all pacing. How does the game start out? Do the 49ers start running the ball and Green Bay? If Green Bay can't defend the run, which they've had trouble with in the past, the 49ers could keep it close. But I'm not touching it because my head says, eh, the Packers should probably win. But my Niners, you can't bet against your own team. And they're hot, so. I don't know. I'm actually torn on this one. I feel like you're taking a, a nice diplomatic stance here. I think the 49ers can make this close. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, think about it. I know it was so, earlier this year. I don't know They played a two-point. They lost 30-28 to 28 Just earlier to switch in the season. It up, I'm going to say 49ers. Okay. Just for fun. Mm. Even though, yeah, my head says Packers, but mm. I don't know. Let's see. EJ's going the opposite of me. Mm. That's uh, Saturday, uh, by the Drew way. Drew Mack said, I'll be there, and I hope they butt-fuck that line for you, Rich. Whoa. 3.5. Wow. Drew Mack. Whoa. Bengals money line, bro. That's aggressive. Whoa. Let's see. Aggressive. Grimier Jeez. saying Bengals, Bill. So aggressive. 49ers and Bulls. So, I like it the Niners, but my head says Did you say I Packer. like it the Niners? But the Packers, like, I'm not touching it, so... That's my one pass. I like it a nine. Now, I like it a nine. I like it a Bengals. Like it a Bengals. Now Sunday's games, and then we'll get the heck out of here. Larusa, Larusa, Rams at Bucks. I saw a great TikTok video of some guy, and he's like, 
Here's every person's rationale when gambling on this game. Yo, the Rams' defense is peaking. Yo, Cooper Cup's playing out of his mind. Matthew Stafford's on a mission. Their defense matches up. Uh, the, the Bucks, you know, they only have one receiver left. Mike Evans and Fournette, we don't even know what's happening with him. And then the, it's like, but the, uh, the opposing argument is simply, it's Tom Brady. So every reasonable piece of analytics or, or fucking analyst on Fox or ESPN or anyone is going to, everything leans towards, man, I think the Rams should win this game. But what's the, what's the intangible? Are you really going to bet against Tom Brady? I don't know, man. I feel like I just got a sign. I just looked at my little knife here. I'm holding up a little knife. Oh, a little book? I'm holding up a little knife. By the way, if you're just listening to our podcast, remember, you could watch this for free on Twitch. Yeah. So if you're listening to our podcast yeah. of our free Twitch Friday, right. you could watch the whole thing mm-hmm. and sign in for free through Amazon Prime. Avoid any commercials on Twitch. By the way. It says Buck right here. Oh, oh Bucks. Right here. You Bucks? It says a little, it says Buck. What you call it? Little Buck. And I looked at it right when we were talking about it. I said, oh, it's a sign. But my little ah. knife here is it's, it's called Buck. So I'm going with Bucks. Little Buck. I don't care about the analytics. Tom right. Brady, bro. Rams, Bucks. You know what? It's going to be a fun game, though. Little Buck. I'm going to tell you my Rams bet in a minute. What I'm going to do, I just realized what the best bet is here. The best bet is to go do a six-point teaser, right? And you get the 49ers plus 11.5 as an 11.5-point underdog. And you get the Rams... Plus eight and a half. So the Rams as an eight and a half point underdog and the Niners as an 11 and a half point underdog. So you have 49ers of the Rams as big underdogs. And I think that's Speaking the of big underdogs, but you got that clip of me or no? <laughs> no. Speaking of big underdogs, you got a clip of me. Yeah. Bucks O-line is hurting. It looks bleak. Um, so I'm going to go Rams getting over oh, a touchdown. Back, I was like, what are you talking about? Rams getting over a touchdown and the 49ers <laughs> getting double digits. Teaser bet. I like the Bengals straight bet plus three and a half. And Sunday night, your guess is as good as mine. Bills at Chiefs. I like the Bills. Chiefs are one and a half point underdogs. Practically a pick them. I like the Bills. Battle, I think bro. it's Josh Allen's time, baby. Battle. You know, I... Uh, Again, be- you go with uh, momentum. Who's hot right now? Stay consistent what was with your, your arguments, uh, like Jason said. Yeah, the Chiefs are good, but fucking... My, uh, what was your week one? Bills are hot. What was your week one prediction at Fox? At, at Fox, every host wrote you down their Aaron Super Rogers Bowl predi- was, Aaron Rodgers was a deadbeat. That's what no, you said. No, I wrote the first my, my Super Bowl prediction. You gave the obvious. That's what you said. You gave Bucks week. Chiefs? Yeah. And I went with Bucks. Oh, Kavino went Bucks Chiefs rematch in the Super Bowl. My Super Bowl prediction was Bills 49ers. Bills winning, I believe. Hey. That was my prediction in the Super Bowl. I, I like the Bills, so I'm going to stick with the Bills. So I don't know if I'll bet it. We'll see how the other games go. But I love the 49ers Rams teaser. And. Bengals straight up. Ta-da. Let's go home. Let's get out of here. And I am out of here. We'll see you guys. Thank you guys for all your support. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your games. Uh, You know, enjoy your your foosball. Your foosball. Check out uh, 1883. Check out Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Check out Cobra Kai if you haven't watched it yet. And patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Rich is going to watch Demolition Man this weekend. I'm excited about that. Cobra Kai and Demolition, man. I finally um, know what the three seashells are about. Don't they have a Taco Bell reference? They do. They win the Taco Bell wins the uh, fast food wars. Maybe, of course. Thanks to Rich. Maybe I'll maybe Rich. I'll go back to Taco Bell this weekend. Happy Rich. penis, guys. It, it, be happy knowing that you're on the front lines of the of the Taco Bell revolution. Of the Taco Bell revolution. See, I knew it. Taco Bell number one supporter. All right, we'll see you guys uh, this weekend. Arriba, there, baby. See you in the promised land. Bye, guys. Bye. Patreon. <laughs>